Hey, Alex, this is Robert Russler, and I heard that you have a female co-host on the show. I have a question for you, bro. Yeah. Are you mounting your nightly or what? <laughs> yeah, I want to know why I'm not. You know, that's a very good question, but I think the answer is very obvious. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the summer sun. I love the trees and forests. I'm always having fun. Oh. Listening to the Skeleton Crew. Hey, we're back. It's the Skeleton Crew, and this is not another porno episode. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. That was some of the best times we ever had. Me, you, Joe Pesci. We're just killing it. You know how you were talking about though the other day, like, you know, weaving behind um, pornos and stuff like that? With that show, it's like the same thing. Like, you imagine, like, people look back one day when we're dead and they're like, oh, this is my, uh, this is my little nephew's uh, legacy, Alex, that he left. <laughs> and then it's just like, bop, 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 bop. Well, one person who was lucky to avoid that show is Jamie Jenkins. She's back. Yeah, I am, but uh, some of the best times you had ever, really. Oh, yeah, that segment? Jamie, <laughs> even you would love that one, even though you weren't there. <laughs> Whatever. No, you wouldn't? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I am so glad to be back. God damn, it's been a long time. There's a few things that, you know, it's so funny, man. Every time we do one of these long shows, I still feel like we missed stuff. We, we always miss shit, dude. I know. I was writing the description for it. I was taking a few notes as we were talking so, so I could know in the write-up what to write. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, how could we forget? For example, we talked about 2013, the best, you know, I was, I'm saying this is working on one of the best years of horror. Mm-hmm. How could we forget to mention Stitches? No, I I agree that that, that definitely belongs there it is a very strong film what else do you think jamie yeah did we miss any other ones because like we were just trying to think of them off the top of our head but it just seemed jam-packed full of, and it's only august yeah well i mean you say only august but august is eight months into the 12 month year so um, um well, yeah that's true <laughs> i mean we don't have very much longer to go however we started out the year really strong you know, I mean, just as soon as the here, the year, the here yet, as soon as the year hit, <laughs> it was just one weekend after another of really strong horror films, or at least right. bank making horror films. Now, whether or not they were good, you know, that's subjective, but, um, you know, horror has really, really made itself known mm-hmm. in the, in the cinema. You know, I was thinking, was Teen Wolf this year, the TV show? Uh, this is the third season. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly, Team Wolf. Is anybody watching that? Uh, actually, Mike watches it and he loves it. He keeps trying to get me to watch it, but I have so many really? other things. 
and that yeah, he's crazy about it, and he would well, love no, to have he's just fucking talk crazy, to you first of all. on the show about it. So, like, if one of you guys want to watch it, go ahead. Hey, listen, <laughs> if Boof isn't in it, I ain't watching it. Or Styles, <laughs> forget about it. What are you looking at, Dick Nose? You know that Robert Wrestler has started up Kickstarter for Black Asylum again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um. All you people out there who love him and want to see this movie get made, like me, um, <laughs> go and go to Kickstarter and help make it happen. Um, it just started, and this time he's only looking for like two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. I mean, it was—it's not bad. I mean, it's not. I gave a hundred again. You did again? Wait, again? He just—I really do. I really do support this guy, and yeah. I urge everyone to make this shit happen. I mean, he's been he's been in the business for decades, you know, uh, and most of us grew up with him um and you know, had crushes on him. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did when <laughs> I was Some of us still do. Skippy. Um no. uh, so anyway, no, I'm just saying go make it happen. Well, it, it, but dude, Robert <laughs> Russell is the shit and I told Alex this too, like I wasn't the hugest fan. I was aware of his work and, and and whatever, but when we talked to that guy, it was just like Wow, this guy's fucking awesome, and that's all I'm going off of. He's just a cool dude, and he seems just like people like us, like a, a true fan, and he's got a good idea of what's what, and uh, and he's trying to get it, and and it's going to be good, you know, regardless of of how much money. But think about if he has money to do it, like it's going to be fucking legit. So yeah, man, I can't give hundreds like you guys, but I'll drop him something. <laughs> But, dude, yeah, talking to him, though, like, I know we've mentioned it before, but those fucking stories, like, we can't repeat them, but holy shit, because automatically it went to partying and shit and, you know, Downey Jr. and all that, but, Linda oh, Blair. God. It, it, dude. I won't say nothing. Dude, that's ruthless. But, yeah, man, he was, uh, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> dude, just imagine a scenario with Robert Russell. Rick James and Linda Blair, and we can't even elaborate. But it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it's not sexual. We're not. No, 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 no. Ju- it was like just that. a funny thing. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So we got, you know, we covered a lot of things on the last show. We have a lot more to cover. You know, I just, I want to make an observation really quick. Something really depressed me today. It was a really sad state of affairs. It's. Would you look in the mirror? No, that depressed me like 15 years ago. Oh, okay. You come to terms with it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten over it. This this depresses me now. I find that uh, the human condition is very is very. Uh, it's just a sad thing sometimes. You remember how I wrote, I wrote that Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine script? Vaguely. It can. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just kidding, of course. Where it, it continued from part A, it tr- you know it, he turned into a little boy again in the sewer. So I said, well, hell, let's continue from this you know series and make him grow up human. That's what everybody likes, right? Mm-hmm. Two through four. So, and then you go from there, and then you kind of tie all the loose ends together with all the survivors minus Tina, of course, because nobody wants uh, that ridiculous <laughs> shit in there. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need fucking people going crazy on the way to the car. Yeah, we don't need people throwing uh, flower pots with heads in them at people in 2013 in a, a movie that should be taken seriously. There's just no room for it. Yeah, or couches or anything. So, Rick James, bitch. <laughs> so I posted that, right? And I sent it to this guy who's who's the owner of Friday 13th Films or something.com. 
and he posted it, and then I eventually found it on um, – when he posted it, I looked up at the URL, and it was like Friday13thfanatics.com. I don't know what mm-hmm. that is. So he posted it there. Everybody had nothing but positive things to say. This really? Is a, this is a love letter to the franchise. This is great. Perfect way to do it because you can make part A ending actually work because we all love this. This is a great idea, blah, blah. <clears throat> One person comes in and says something negative about it. What do you think follows for the next 10 posts? Uh, more negativity, I'm guessing. I, it's, it's clear that negativity is infectious. Right. And it's contagious. And it will bring you down. It is like... It's amazing, man. If you surround yourself with positive people who have positive thoughts... And I know this sounds really like... Horny, like I'm like a Hulk Hogan rap song in the 80s or some shit. It's really, uh, it's really good to have like positive people around you with like you know good thoughts because man, one, you know they say one bad apple spoils the bunch. Yep. It's amazing, dude. Not one person after reading the negative one said anything positive, but all of the ones who talked about it before that guy started was all positive. Well, don't even get me started on that, dude. We talk about this all the time. But, yeah, my whole thing is spread out good vibes. And, uh, you know, even if you have a, a difference of opinion, it is what it is. But, like, negativity, yeah, it's it's contagious. And I'll say this, too. All it takes is one. One. Like, and, and, and it's like a fucking domino effect. Like, it, let's just say this, okay? Think about your bad day. Like, think about a bad day you've had and trace it back it all has to do with either things mounting or just one thing or the other and another and another and it's just fucking boom and and that's you know you just fucking freak out so yeah man that's all it takes is one little kernel and then it just fucking explodes when something gains momentum mm. too you know it just keeps yeah. the thing it feeds on itself and you know it feeds on energy around it and right. whatever whatever energy it can pick up, that's uh, that's going to be the energy. It's just like a ball, you know, and then it yeah. just keeps getting growing and growing. And um, yeah, that's <laughs> kinda all scary. Life is, it's kind of scary, really. It is scary, and that's what I'm saying. I didn't expect everybody to be sucking my balls when they read the thing. Like I thought, some people would say, "Yeah, that's really cool." Some people would say, "Nah, I don't get it." Some people would say, "Yeah, that's this. That's maybe this. Maybe not that. Maybe just this. Maybe just that." But what I found amazing was. Everyone was positive, then everyone was negative after one guy started it going. Like, that is the only thing I'm observing. I don't really care that they didn't like it. And, and they didn't really not like it. They just didn't like the idea, like some people would say, right. anything that stems from part A would be the first Friday I wouldn't watch. Well, no, no, not only that. I was surprised because it's a stretch to have him go back to that, like, on paper. But you look at what happens in that fucking movie. He does go back to a little kid, and it's like to think of him growing up normal. It makes sense to me. I fucking personally love it. But you could see people, that's fucking stupid. You know what I mean? But what and isn't it really stupid? Isn't. Every movie since part four was stupid. 
That's what I'm saying. It's not more stupid. So it fits than right in. Else. Yeah. Exactly. So you must love it then, because you love that. You know, I just, and that's the other thing. Like people view movies of the '80s and stuff so different from how they view movies now. Like, because it seems so far away. I think. Like when you watch an '80s movie, it just it is in another time, but it just feels like it's in another world. You know what I mean? So people can be like, "Oh yeah, that's a great movie." When in all reality, it's a piece of shit. Just yeah. like a lot of the stuff that's made today too, though. But you know, it is what it is. I think there's a lot. There's better films being made now, but let's face it, man, it's it's hard. Where do you go, like, with everything that's been done before? Like, we've had this conversation before, but I don't know where horror can go. And, and to me, with the 80s cheese and shit, I, it's great to look back on, and that's what we all love, and, and we talk about a lot and shit like that. But in the 80s, when it all happened, like, people, that was legit, dude. Yeah, isn't that weird? There wasn't an internet there for everybody to bring it down and stuff. Yeah, and that has a big effect on on that. Okay, how about this, Dan? Give me your thought on this. How do you feel about... <clears throat> does a movie from the 80s that you've never seen affect you the same way... Okay, let's say if you never saw Maniac Cop, would you watching that, would you have the same perspective on that as you do watching The New Evil Dead? Uh... You have no nostalgia... Even though Maniac Cop was Wait, made, are you specifically? Did you specifically mean to use the New Evil Dead, that being a remake, or no, no? Um, just is just in any new movie. Well, that is that was just an to example. me. Yeah, to me, that's a new movie that's really great, and um, it's very fun. And even though it's sort of dreadful, but it's fun still. I look at it differently, dude, and differently, it's sometimes good, sometimes bad, but it's just in its own world, you know what I'm saying? And what I watch now, dude, is relevant to me and my friends, and it's just different, dude, it pops. It's, it's, it's pop culture. I mean, that's what it is. Maybe, so that's, pop- why, maybe that's why it's different for me. I mean, because that was relevant to me it's, and my friends, too. You that's know? exactly it. I right. was there for that. How come your your life now isn't that important to you? Not you specifically. I'm saying, how come we, we view our lives as we're recapturing the good? Like, I'm having a fucking great time right now. How come, like, why would now being any less important to me or any less, like, to my heart? Watching a movie now during this great time of my life, why is that any less than nostalgia of watching it when I'm like 12. Like, what's oh, the difference? Dude, there is no There's, difference. There is you're no living right now. You're in the right now. You're not in 12 anymore. Maybe sometimes you want to visit 12. Yeah, but dude, yeah, and what if you want to revisit now is what I'm saying, in the future, so technically you'd be going to the past for that, and that's what I do with great times. Yeah, it's a great fucking time, but it's always the great times that you remember, right? So, and, and the ones that you think about when you're fucking sitting at work and you smile about a party or whatever you're thinking about. You know what I'm saying? So It's like everything, everything's like that. But everything but, started from somewhere, dude. You have to have a yeah. good time. But to answer your question, Alex, about the old movie haven't seen versus new movie haven't seen, right. uh, I I go into them exactly the same. Yeah. A movie yeah. I haven't seen is a movie I haven't seen. Exactly. I don't. I mean, I love a not a lot of the new movies. I'm so excited that we're that horror's doing so well right now. Right. I, you know how I felt about The Conjuring. I mean, come on. You know, I that was nuts um i was so emotionally attached to that movie it was crazy so um yeah and and i was excited about it i mean that's the thing is when i go to the movies every time i go to the movies to see something 
I am just as excited to go to the movies to see that movie as I was when I was seven going to see a movie. Going to the movies is going to the movies, and that's what I want to do. So I, I always get like that. I'm like a giddy little idiot. When I'm, when yeah, I'm the only to... movie I wasn't excited to really see was that Wes Craven one about the kids. And what was that called? Uh, <laughs> my Soul I mean, to Take. Um, my so... Soul to Take, yeah. <laughs> That's the only movie I wasn't excited to see. That and Shark Night, or what was that called? Shark Night? Shark Night. Oh, God. Yeah. 3D? Shark 3D Night or something? <laughs> hey, did you, go, did you go to the the screening, the limited screening of Shark Nato? Either of you? Uh, no, I, I didn't make that. I heard it was packed. Like, everyone that I know that went to one said that it was just crazy packed. I, I, I go to see huge name movies during the day before everybody gets there, like on a Friday or whatever. That is, is the and best. Dude. no one's there. Like, how is Sharknado packed? Uh, I don't yeah. get it, man. How is Sharknado packed? Oh, there's another g- freaking shark movie coming out called Ghost Shark. Oh, dude, come on. They're... Oh, yeah, we're going to be covering that on Evil Episodes. They'll be pumping them out. But back to your point, though, Alex, real quick. I, I, I think it goes beyond movies and shit, too. Like, in, in society and everything, dude, it's always hard to gauge where you're at right now more so than fucking 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you can look back in retrospect and say, okay, this is that, this is that. You know what so I'm saying? So have to wait till I'm 50 to really love these movies? No, 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 no. It's 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 finding out what you love about them now, but but in I don't know. <laughs> what about the really sad, like really sad people who just watch like Halloween every two weeks? Like, what is wrong with those kinds of people that they won't embrace what's going on today and they hold on to this one movie and just drive it into the ground? Like, goddamn. When you see all these good movies, dude, you you feel like you have to tell people about it. And if they're not interested or whatever, it sucks for them. Like, it sucks to be you because you're missing out on so much shit. But, hey, man, if that does it for you, congratulations. That's that's great. For me, I could never fucking do that. The world's way too big to be curious enough. To go out there and and watch all these movies, you know, yeah, what I mean? like, and that doesn't take away from Halloween, dude. I fucking love Halloween. Are you kidding me? Yeah. At the same time, it's not the only fucking movie out there. Come on now. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's like Halloween. Like literally, I I turned that because when I first discovered it in in like '99 or something like that. Um, you know, it was great. It was the biggest thing in my life. It changed my life. It changed how I viewed horror. And I realized then that this is going to be a pretty major part of my life. So I killed Halloween, man. Like, I probably watched that like 50 times in the first three years, dude. Exactly, exactly, dude. Same here. Same here. I don't know. I wish I could pinpoint what year, but yeah, man. See, you got, you got into horror and slashers a little late, right? Yeah, because I was into the classic horror first. And that lasted... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it lasted through my whole teens. And then I got into, like, the 70s, 80s slasher stuff when I was 20. I don't know how that how it took me so long, but, you know, it, it happened. But here's the thing about it, though. I'm just saying, though, you have nostalgic with that even in your 20s. What's it, 10 years later or whatever? Boom. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Boom. So so that, that, that whole point is just looking back. And it doesn't matter when the movie's made. It's just the experience you have with it yeah. and, and reliving that. Every time you fucking see it. Right. But here's the thing about it. Halloween, I quickly, I'd say around 2005, so we're going five, six years into it. I quickly turned that into a Halloween tradition. I, I, I said, look, I, I know every scene. I know every line. I've heard the music. I'm getting a headache already. 
with the like they play it about ten times throughout the movie. So I don't need to really like see this every week of my life. So it became a Halloween thing. I even was so good that I was watching it on only Halloween night for the first three or four years, and then that began to become more difficult and difficult. Oh, I know. I can't do it. Oh, it's tough, man. No, I, I don't mean in the way that I watched it ahead of time. I'm saying that by the time Halloween got here, I was doing other stuff. I was, like, at a party or something, you know, so I couldn't even do it. So mm-hmm. then I started to make it an October tra- tradition. Now, I've been so busy the last few Octobers, and I, I was really trying to <laughs> hold it off till yeah. the like, the last week at least. And then so many things would come up, man. I have not watched Halloween in three years. Wow. I was going to ask you that because, yeah, you haven't had a Halloween in two years. Two years. years. So here's how it worked. Ready? I watched it. Then a whole year goes by. Couldn't watch it that Halloween. A whole year goes by. Couldn't watch it that Halloween. And now a whole year has gone by. We're in August. So it's only Uh two months from it. So I have not really watched Halloween in three years pretty much. So, and if I miss it this year, for whatever reason, it'll go four years. But here's the thing. I don't even care. I don't even have a desire. Like, there's so many other things I'm into besides, you know, not even horror. Just so many other things. I'm more concerned about really football at that time. I'm I'm just doing other things, and it's like, okay, well, so I didn't see Halloween this year. So what? You know? Like, I at least see at least two or three of them every year. Uh, you know what I like to do? Like I usually, uh, you know, you go out Friday night and, and usually party into Saturday and usually Sunday is like my, my chill day, you know, like I'll catch up on my shows and movies and shit like that. Well, my whole plan and, and I did this last year too. And it was fucking awesome, dude. I got baked out of my mind and just fucking marathoned all of them. Every single one, good and bad, you know, when it hit five and, and, and then bust. Oh God, and you watched fight. five. I watched every single one, dude. And when I'll was this? Wait, when was this? Uh, last year. It was like, uh, I want to say it was like early, early October. Cause, yeah, it was like the first or second. And uh, I fucking loved them, dude. And, and you know what You know what it was, too? Everything I hated about the other ones, too, they were still fucking funny to me. So I enjoyed watching them. I, I don't see so- nothing funny about part five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was <laughs> there were very, very few things funny about five. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> But I, I'll tell you this too. I had different, a different kind of uh, experience with all of them, dude. Watching them like that, it was really fucking cool and really got me into the whole uh, Halloween spirit. How did you do that, though? Seriously, walk me through your day. So, yes. when do you sit down on that Sunday and put in part one? What time is it? Uh, actually, I started Saturday night. <laughs> so you started. stayed up all night? No, no, no. Or started... you went to sleep and woke up and finished? Yes, I, I believe. Okay. Okay, okay. I'll say this too. I did this is horrible to say. I did skip 3. Oh. Yes, I did skip 3. So I did 1 and 2 Saturday night. Woke up. I don't know. I wake up early, usually about like 7, 8. So let's just say I put it on at 8 o'clock and I just fucking banged them all out, dude. And yeah, you know, so you sat in front of the TV for 1 2 3 4. Like, it's not like I didn't get up. Like 10 I mean, hours. So wait, you spent 10 hours that day? Watching uh, Halloween? I, if, if that's how many it is, yeah, pretty much, dude. Wow. I, wa- I know I watched them all, and I was fucking having a blast, dude. By the time I got to H2O, dude, oh, it was fucking awesome. Man. Oh, wait, so you I, didn't watch Rob Zombie stuff at the time? 
Uh, I I ended see I yeah I didn't watch Rob's. Um, I ended up watching that actually uh, a few nights later, I believe, because it was on TV, which was awesome. Um, no, beautiful. dude, you can't hear any of the curses. Yeah, that's true. The it curses. Was like, the curses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna walk over there then, all over those. Yeah, right. You know, Ronnie. <laughs> you, Ronnie. You're such a. Yeah. I do. I'm pretty. It's a rat, man. It's a rat. Like, how could you really watch that on TV? I mean, you know, I've seen it so many fucking times. You know what? Times. Your mother, I heard they had to pump the at her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good at that, Alex. I know, right? Thanks. You've got, like, this this natural <laughs> censoring thing. I yeah, I wish I had it in the last show. That was a fail. Yeah, right? <laughs> I couldn't come up with a clever name for it. <laughs> but I've done that with Friday the 13th. You have? So you've sat there and watched them all in one day? I have sat day? there and watched that. Fuck yeah, several times. As a matter Alan, of fact. You're <laughs> underestimating weed. Tell them, Jamie. I'm saying. Um, if Okay, now this is a regular thing. Whenever there is a Friday the 13th, I will either watch a marathon of the movies or the show. What? You watch that show? When are you kidding me? Yes. Oh, Jamie. Yes. Um, I have every single episode and uh I love that show. So um back in the day on Sunday night, it was Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters, and then I would flip the channel and watch Friday the thirteenth the series. What about Freddy's Nightmares? Every Sunday night. Did Freddy's Nightmares have anything? I know the first two were like his origin story, but from there on, was he just like the bumper guy? Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. they did I mean, an origin was... story for him? Yeah. Really? The first two were when the parents um, burned him up. Wow, dude. They need to remake that Nightmare. Oh, oh but wait. you know what? Um, I Sometimes that show, because there was also Nightmare Cafe, right. which was a different show, but also him – and I get those confused in my head sometimes. <laughs> Why were there so many good fucking shows back then, dude? With Tales of the Dark Side too, like you said, and, and Tales And not to take away from anything, like, dude, I just watched a season finale of The Killing Man, and it, it's one of the best shows on fucking TV, dude. And I've said this before, too, where I skipped season two. Like, it doesn't even matter, dude. It's a detective show. You want to talk fucking horror dude like forget slash this was just some fucked up real life shit that happens and 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 it's just like wow so on that level it's just different like when i want to watch though like and just kind of escape and and whatever like watch an anthology whatever you know what i mean it's just fun to you know twilight zone it sometimes it's just fun to get in that yeah history. we need another twilight remember they redid twilight zone the show <laughs> with corn doing the they've t- had like, four versions of twilight Ugh. zone God. There was the original with Rod Serling. Then there yep. was the show in the 80s, which was really good. I actually like the ones from the 80s. There were some really solid episodes there. Mm. Um, and then there was the one with Forrest Whitaker. And Ugh. there's another one. Enough with that lazy eye. But- <laughs> get out of here. We're supposed to think you're a new guy every time you get on screen. You're a little too recognizable. Sorry. I can't help thinking it's you, bro. I always get him and the dude from Rudy confused. Oh, God. Well, speaking of Friday 13th, since we were on that about a half hour ago, let's talk about Monica Kena. Yes. Uh, Besides U.S. Weekly, Harbid broke the news, courtesy of me. You know, Michael Bates, Chuck, they're killing it. 
So I try to drop in once in a while as the VP, and I go, you know what? Bam! Let me drop something once in a while. Boo this man! That that story, when I dropped that in Harbid, like what she looks like today and what's going on in her life, that got 30,000 views in about 12 hours. Of course it did. That's like the bit, like our shows, it takes us about a week to get to 10,000. <laughs> I think people deliberately want to see what they want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, that's whatever. Hey, listen, ten thousand is nothing to sneeze at, especially <laughs> when you got shows three people heard. So we can't, we can't complain. What was it? Well, I got it right here. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> okay, so basically the headline was Monica Kina looks unrecognizable with Edward Furlong. So here's the story. In May. Furlong. The guy from Terminator 2, the kid. Oh, oh, I know who he is. Oh. just can't believe it. Oh, he was banging her, dude. When she was hot. I mean, he just got another DUI, didn't he? Oh, please. That's the least <laughs> of his problems. <laughs> DUI. He's like, oh, good. It was only a DUI. You know what, though? is that He was in that shitty Arachno-Quake movie um, that Sci-Fi did. Just recently? Oh. It was like last year. We did it on Evil Episodes. Oh, my God. Poor Mike. Uh, but, and he's just, wow. But there was a one role that I saw him in several years ago where he played, um, like, a cult leader. And he was really good. He was really creepy. Really? He, do you know? Yeah. But, I mean, he's just creepy naturally. Right. You know? He was the crow in part four. Oh, that's right. I gotta watch that again, knowing that he's all screwed up. And I, I remember being really pissed off. I was like, "Why would you not cast him? What the fuck is he doing that he can't be in Terminator 3? Remember how hot he was coming off T two? Dude, he was huge. Look, you know what kind of parts he got after that Pet Cemetery too. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being in T2 then being in Pet Cemetery 2? Hey, whatever. You got to work with Clancy Brown, man. I would take it any day. Do you know that they're, they're actually they're putting – they're making a, a documentary on Pet Cemetery? And really? it, it's coming out like pretty – like is anyone really like asking for that? <laughs> like I don't mean to be rude, but I mean is it like – Love Pet Cemetery. I love it, but it's really like the kind of movie that you can only watch once every like yes. five or seven years or something. What? Yeah. And it's on AMC. Oh my all goodness. I have seen that movie so many times. Really? Yes. Nah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, we quote that movie around my house. Oh, that's not good, good. Jamie. The impact is so that's not good, good. Jamie. <laughs> good. That you're losing the impact. Like, to me. It's not good. good things, Jamie. Like, every time anything happens, it's a big deal to me. Like, it must be just like, oh, yeah, this is that part. Oh, yeah, that's that. Like, I really live that movie each time. The reason that I watch it as much as I do or anything that I watch as much as I do is because I enjoy it, which means that when I know something's coming that I like, I look forward to it. You know, so I'm like, oh, here it comes. I mean, I still do that. I'm like, oh, here it comes. (laughs) Oh, here's when Jade or whatever his name is gets hit. And that little sneaker goes rolling across the floor. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) That is such a great scene. Yeah, so with Monica Kina, here, here's the story. Now, the story doesn't even reflect. Have you seen the picture of her face? Yes. Okay. She's she's my age. Okay? You've seen me, right? <laughs> yeah. I just see. She's got to be older than that because... She's, she's 30. I think she's older than me. 
<laughs> she looks like I, I'm not even trying to be funny. She looks 62 years old. Why 62? Because I'm really – because even a 50-year-old, like my mom is like 59 right now, and she does not look like that. <laughs> 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 so 62 would sell it. <laughs> 62, that face belongs on a 62-year-old. Like, no, he, here's my big question. Remember how we goofed on we we, we goofed on uh, the chick from Friday, too, because she's like a burnout? She's she's uh, Jeff and Sandra. Sandra. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Is. You know what she looks like now? Have you ever seen a picture of her now? Yes. Okay. That The joke I said there was, can you imagine you marry this girl when she's banging? In like nineteen, I don't know, eighty five, and you wake up to this today. Oh, and what you're really saying is she's hot she, still. I never really thought she was though. Oh, Jamie, her body. She was in Playboy. She was on Playboy TV. I um, it's just perhaps you just blame the wardrobe people then because she looked <laughs> so frumpy throughout the entire. Yeah, night. I blame wardrobe and also her hair, the eighties hair. If you get rid of that eighties hair. And give her something hot to wear. Oh, it would be a different story, man. She was in Playboy, so she's hot. Was she? Yeah, Playboy TV. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Freddy vs. Jason comes out? You you somehow hook up with Monica Kina, and you're like, oh my god, that's really happening. I'm with her, and all of a sudden you get married i guess in a couple of years and then you wake up to this today and it's only nine years later dude you are so ruthless okay first of all in which context was this picture taken well there was one of them on the red carpet wasn't there oh was it that looked fine that looked fine <laughs> okay, okay. No. then there the yeah, one picture that the one the head-on picture of her i don't know what that's from yeah, probably taking out her fucking trash. See, no, dude, 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 dude. No, no. You've seen the, the the Nightmare on Elm Street documentary? Uh, yes. Did you see how bizarre she looked there? She was... <laughs> she... <laughs> you didn't... You're going to tell me you watched that and you didn't go, oh, what the hell? She looked, she looked different. <laughs> I, think, I think you're being a little too ruthless. On Dan, I, I don't want to continue this conversation. Can you please click the click the link, please? Yes. Okay, yes. go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and go on horror bid right now. And it's probably the second or third story down. And just please look at this because I don't think that we're having a real conversation here. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm still looking. I want to hear your reaction. Please vocalize it. You can be so picky, though, Alex. Sometimes you're like, oh, her left eye is three quarters of an inch off from her right eye. If she had a lazy eye like Forrest Whitaker, it'd be (laughs) I want you to look at the picture. And remember, she's 34 years old. Oh, here it is. I've cruised past it like five times. I don't know why. All right, go ahead. It's not Freddy. Well, you said it was unrecognizable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you want to start this conversation over again? Yes, yes. Okay, now, Dan, imagine you marry her. Two or three years after Freddy vs. Jason, and then you woke up this morning, and that was laying next to you. Right. How would you react? <laughs> like I've reacted many times before. What the fuck? <laughs> but, but, like I said before, dude, I can tell by this picture, dude, she's fucking, she's out shopping, dude. She's fucking oh, smoking. Man. Don't even give me that. You don't and think she's she... on drugs? I don't care. 
<laughs> I don't care. Well, look what it did to her. I don't give a fuck if she's high, but look what it did to her. Oh. <laughs> Who cares if she's on drugs? Dude, first of all, that's like a surprised look that she oh. has in a in a El Paso two dollar wow. can I, I don't even know what that sign is, dude. What she's saying to this is, "What the fuck are you taking a picture of me for like Man. this?" Like, th- I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Are I, you? I'm not are you? She's ins- fucking hot, we see dude. these pictures every day with girls getting in, uh, Kim Kardashian, J Lo. Every day we see pictures like this. Nobody looks like they aged thirty years in in three. Nobody, dude. No, there there are not headlines everywhere that says J Lo is unrecognizable. Like this is, I don't, I cannot believe that you're just glossing over this. Like this is no big deal. So wait, you're implying that she does drugs, therefore it it go it fucks her aging process. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but at the same time, dude, uh, whatever. It's a fucking picture, dude. Like she's got bags under her eyes, dude. Now, I look like I'm all fucked up on on, on fucking crack sometimes <laughs> when I wake up when I wake up with bags under my eyes and shit like that, dude. Like, come on, man. This is being too ruthless. You dude. are freaking crazy, no, dude. dude. Are you drunk or anything? Tell me the truth. Are you oh. on anything? Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't matter. I'm always on something. But I'm saying, dude, it's a bad picture. Do I, uh, but look at her face. It's not even about the picture. Look at her face. <laughs> I, uh, she's 34. Yeah. I don't know. Jamie, man. am I crazy? It's it's debatable, dude, but just to say somebody's on drugs because they look a little <laughs> fucked up. Like, hey, listen. <laughs> I'm not saying that she isn't. It's quite possible. But it's also possible that she was just coming out of a fucking taco stand or whatever. If I walk out of a taco stand, I hope I don't look 62 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Listen, I, I'm clearly not saying the popular thing here. So if anybody else wants to back me up in saying well, that she might be on drugs, but I'm just saying I think it's more of the picture itself. Yeah, I don't – I'm not going to draw that conclusion from the picture. I'm going to say, wow, she doesn't look the same. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys um, are and, no, she doesn't look as good as she did, you know, but – What is the red carpet? At the same time, at the same time it's kind of scary to 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 it scares me that people you know will take a picture of you and then just rip it to shreds and I'm a girl what do you expect me to think about it you know I'm uh, I'm I'm going to paint the picture for you okay she is with Eddie Furlong. <laughs> That's the biggest okay, problem. Okay, actually, you know what? I retract everything I said just because of what you said. Yeah, she's probably under A long history of drug abuse, DUIs, everything under the sun. He beats women. This guy destroyed Monica Kina. He he had his son. He could only see his son on, like, uh, supervised visits because the kid at six years old hung out with him and came home and he had cocaine in his system. <laughs> what? What? A six-year-old kid. His son had oh, cocaine dude. in his system after spending the weekend with his dad. Now, you're going to tell me you don't think what? Monica Kina looking like that. Look, dude, I'm not saying any – I'm not even doing slander or anything like that. I'm just saying, in my opinion, she needs to go somewhere and be locked away and, and... – <laughs> Dude, I didn't know that. They better so film good. the Manson girls before she ODs. That's all I'm going to say. Well, okay, we're gonna we're gonna see on the flip side. We're gonna have you know Jamie's gonna 
she's she's getting prepared for the horror trivia game and uh you know she's gonna run with her brain around the block just to jog her fucking memory and dave z is gonna fill in in the meantime because he said that uh there's no way on earth he's gonna miss a single question so he'll be fine so jamie go take your break dave hop into the dungeon and uh let's talk a little uh horror tv what's going on in tv and horror today i haven't eaten is there food you were supposed to be here at 7 o'clock sharp, mister. I know. Sarah told me. I'm sorry I couldn't break away. Is there food? Listen, egghead. Let me bring you up to date Excuse on what's me. been... Let Excuse me... Excuse me! Is there food? I'm running this monkey farm now, Frankenstein, and I want to know what the fuck you're doing with my time! Because if we're just jerking off here, I'm going to have my men blow the piss out of those precious specimens of yours. And we're going to get the hell out of here and leave you and your highfalutin asshole friends to rot in this stinking sewer. Is that food enough for you? Have, dude, and you don't even know this, Dan. Michael Bates, the man with the last name. Oh, and he's hell, dude. He, what a good dude that guy is. Shout out to Bates, dude. You fucking rock, brother. Yeah, dude, he's, he's the great. You gotta see. You gotta go on his Facebook and look at his pictures, dude. He's like a friggin' rocker, dude. He got the long. I swear to God, I thought I was looking at Kurt Cobain in all these pictures. Dude. I know. I wanted to go to a fucking Grateful Dead concert with him and Dave. Nice. He's <laughs> awesome, dude. So <laughs> they've been killing it on the news, dude. So. Check this out. What do you guys think of this? You got – I think it's – I'm. Uh, who do I credit this to? I feel like we should credit Bates Motel, but then you have to credit The Walking Dead. So I'm going to credit – let's go with The Walking Dead. We got Rosemary's Baby coming to NBC. We what? got what? Scream coming to MTV, and we have 12 Monkeys. <laughs> 12 Really? What? That's what interesting. Wow. Wow. Crazy, right? What do you? Okay, so let's break it down. Each one. What do you think of? Um, let's go with uh, Rosemary's Baby. I mean, <sighs> initial is like really, but uh, I don't know. I, maybe see what I what I try to do is okay. How can it work? Like automatically, you know? Because pacing and let's face it, no nobody's signing up for one season, so it's got to be a very long. Program. Oh yeah. So I, I'm just trying to figure out because all right. When we hear Norman Bates fucking and yeah, you could do anything with that. It's it's like yes, Rosemary's baby. What do you do? Like what do you do? Like, what's it, what's it going to be? A fucking baby for six seasons? Yeah. So what is it going to be born? And then That's we what just I'm saying right. Oh, I'm sure they'll go through the pregnancy season. See, this is what I'm saying. They, <laughs> they could as I'm saying, like initial inception, and then but just like bullshit, dude. Like and listen, uh, some people like that, but I'll be honest with you, I, it. it 
at this point in the game, no, I'm not intrigued. I'll be honest with you. I heard fucking Hannibal. And who who picked up Rosemary's Baby? NBC. Exactly. It's only okay. going to be one season, just like every other show, regardless. What, Hannibal's on NBC? Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal's coming back, though. Anything on NBC gets canceled. It, they might get a second season. It, oh, they it, did. They got it, man. The, Hannibal did. Yeah. And I'm so psyched. because it's good know, shit, too. He didn't like it? No, no, no. I, oh, dude, dude. What I saw was fucking incredible, dude. Oh, it's great. I only saw the first two episodes. Oh, really? It's gory as fuck for being on network TV, too. Wow. Dan, you saw all of it? Uh, I mean, mean, Dave, I mean, sorry. I saw every fucking bit. I loved it. Yeah, and I heard heard it really good, so that's one that I always wanted to get on. I've I've been on The Killing, though, and The Killing's about to wrap uh, this this season's up, so I've been on that. I can't even even go anywhere else because that's one of – dude. If you guys want to get into a fucking gritty show, check out The Killing on AMC. It's fucking ruthless, dude. Wow. Ruthless. Anyways, yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's that. I mean, Rosemary's Baby, we're uh, – what the – Yeah. yeah I mean, what, I mean, what, are they show the kid in kindergarten or something? <laughs> Why not just well, they the... can't have it afterwards because afterwards it's it's the son of Satan. The fucking world's going to end. It's like Lords of Salem. Right. When, right. When, yeah, when, right. That's, that's the end. So what right. are they going to do? She's going to be like that 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 chicken fucking uh in Family Guy, pregnant for, for every season, never had <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? It should be like, oh, my God, you smoked while you're pregnant. That's like a whole issue for the episode. Next one, <laughs> she drank. Did you see her drinking wine at that party? Yeah. <laughs> like, like what's, what's it going to be about, like, her being pregnant? <laughs> hey, Meg, you 18 yet? No. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, because you all know I want to get to Scream, so oh, let's just get to 12 Monkeys first. So let's yeah. just gloss over that. I mean, who, anyone here a fan of 12 Monkeys? <clears throat> Not a huge fan, but it was a good movie, dude. Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis, and their primes. Come on now. I'm a fan of 8 Monkeys, but uh, 12 Monkeys, I, I never really even saw that <laughs> 12's one. 12 a little too much for you? Yeah, I like I like my eight monkeys. <laughs> uh, I remember that movie being um, good, but not like that memorable. I know some people that love it, but I, don't know, I never saw it. I never uh, saw, I, it. I not saw once. it. No, not one time. Yeah. Did I see it? No. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. Okay. So nobody has anything <laughs> on that. I, I don't either. Sorry. So okay. So let's spit some uh, fire on Scream. Uh, somebody posed an interesting. I think it was Al- Alex Arn Arnson. You know, I'm bad with names. He wrote on our Facebook, uh, would you guys rather see Scream 5 or this TV show? And I got to tell you, man, um, I have this vision when I think of this TV show. And, Dan, you know you know this movie frame by frame, right? Yes, all of them. Okay. So there's a point where I believe it's when they hit that music, when they hit, they show the high school and, the, you know, the classic music. You know that you know the music. Oh, for... I know it well. Okay, so what do they show? Like the top of a lamppost, and maybe somebody takes a mask off of it, and they they pan to the school and all that stuff, right? Is that a scene? Are you talking know. about Scream Four or Scream One? One. Isn't there some kind of scene? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it point... sounds like something that happened in One. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the 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 point is that when I think of this show, I think of when you the name Woodsboro. Right. right, it's it's almost as um, it's almost as iconic as Haddonfield. Right, right, right. So when I when I hear Woodsboro, I feel like there's a whole world in Wood- Woodsboro, the same way there's a whole world in Fairville, and you know the Bates Motel. That's a good point because think about it, dude. There's been one, well, technically two um, copycat killers in Woodsboro. It hasn't the whole series 
has been brought out of Woodsboro in two and three. So you got one and four that featured the killers. So it wouldn't be that unbelievable to have more shit go down in that in that town. As much as people say, oh, Sydney, fucking, you know, it's all about her and, you know, it's, it's yeah. She, there's too much Sydney or whatever. There, there, there is that argument where uh, Woodsboro could definitely be a, uh, a jumping point or a jumping off point. It is, of, uh, dude. A lot more shit. Absolutely. I agree. Make I it agree. one. You just make it one. Come on. You're not, you're not, you get paid to write stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but you know what my biggest problem is with the Scream? Yeah, what you got? MTV. Ah! <laughs> yes! If it was AMC, I'd feel a little bit better. I have to admit that. Well, dude, what do you think? Snooki and freaking the situation are going to be in this room? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, okay, give me your gripe. Why MTV? Like, what, um... Okay, well, what... I have no confidence in anything that's on MTV. Well, let's go with this. Have they ever produced a uh, scripted show? Yes. Yeah, that one fucking ridiculous thing, The Hills. Okay, was that good? I never watched... I haven't watched MTV in ten years, so I don't know. Yeah, but Hills is scripted, like, reality show. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, the hills, it's, it's fucking uh, Laguna Beach. It's the same thing, really. Oh, I, don't know. I thought that was scripted, too. See, I, I don't know anything. Well, it, it, it is. It's scripted, like, the reality. Yeah, never mind. Well, I know what you mean. But as far as, like, real shows, like, um, and, and, and uh, a couple people brought this up to me where I was talking to uh, Gary, and, and a lot of other people said this, but give Teen Wolf a chance because Teen Wolf is good. Now That's I, MTV, right? That is MTV. Okay, there we go. So let's base it off of that. And they made Skins, too. Have you ever seen Skins? Skins is a great fucking show. No. No, man. Skins, no. really? About the high school kids? Some Skins? No, I never saw no. that. Hey, man, give me some skin. What, are we watching, uh, what's it called? Uh, Boys in the Hood. Stand, stand By Me? It's like, it's like um, it's basically like uh, a ruthless version of growing up as a teenager. They all do drugs and shit, and it's on. Oh, that's sweet. It's, it feels like my life and my family in freaking Island, New Jersey. That's what I'm saying. They give a real portrayal of it rather than it's like just, kids. Like oh. kids. Yes. Well, that's. What, I was just gonna say that, but kids is a little too ruthless with the whole rape scene and shit. Oh, so dial it back a little bit. And yes, that's what you got. At one point, this chick just like. I want to die. And she's like, I just took a million pills. So it's just like, and then they fucking, you know, they get an ounce of weed from drug deal. Like the whole fucking stories are fucked up. That's good. So I have confidence in MTV to a certain extent. Yeah, you know, I'm not writing it off, dude, either. You know, I mean, whatever. And people say, I don't even want this to be made, they're saying. And I'm like, what's the difference? Just don't watch it. I'm not putting MTV down, dude. Would it be my first choice? Fuck no. Actually, no. Nobody would. Well, And listen. Just because something isn't like, oh, that's a great fit right off the bat, you shouldn't write it off. But like I said, do I think of MTV being a good fit for this? Fuck no, dude. Like, what what do they have to back up? Teen Wolf? Like, did dude, in a way, up? in a way, like, Scream, if you think about it, was the MTV generation. Bullshit, yep. dude. I disagree. No, I no it is, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's the – you're right. You're right. It's the MTV generation, but – it's not, dude. It's it the kind of movie that it is, and and the way with the the media and how everything's portrayed in that movie and shit like that, dude. That's just a great fucking horror movie. And and when you say the MTV generation, I'm thinking automatically MTV editing, which I hate, and which Scream isn't either. But like, if you equate, okay, the generation with the way the style style of how things yeah, are they shot. they broke, they made it meta. Meta is is breaking away. It's 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 like a departure from um, you know the '80s horror slasher thing, and it's it's uh, 
it's the modern take on this whole thing, and it's like self reference. Even yeah. the cool kids could like scream now, you know, because we have all these stars in it. We have, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, look honestly, I don't know if Drew Barrymore was a star in 1996. Uh, oh, she was. No, she was burned out by then. Remember, she went yeah, away. No, she, she got was, fucked up. She, she right. was burned out, but you guys know she was supposed to play Sydney, right? No, well, that's why she didn't because she's not a star. <laughs> that's what no, I'm saying. I didn't dude. know that. Wow. Right, yeah, but what... Scream One is a great movie. But let me just sum it up quick. It's fucking, it's pop culture type shit. Everybody right. fucking knows it. That's right. what I think Alex means when he says the MTV generation. And, and I and I totally agree with that. I just hate to equate it with that because to me it, that is done perfectly in a, in a cinematic fucking you know just a, a perfect movie and it's done well and it's and it's ruthless horror yet it's fun and it's blah blah blah. I I look at the MTV generation and I shouldn't, but I just look at it in a negative light and so to equate. Well, yeah. Like I think it's we like, all do it. You guys are right, though. You guys, you guys are right. I just, I get defensive. No, you're right. I mean, but dude, d- dude, don't get defensive because here's the thing: in every shit pile, there's a gem. You know, something good comes out of everything that sucks, dude. I mean, any, any, and even like, a, for example, let's just say you hate found footage movies. You know, there's like five amazing ones. Right. You know, so don't think of it like anything that comes out of any kind of genre. Even okay, dude, there's probably tons of movies that were that were like the whole copycat thing. You got H two O, you got I know you did last summer, and you like I know you did last summer, and you like H two O. You know, I mean, there's, but there's a plethora of shit that came out of this, and there's a plethora of right. shit. There, there's shit that came out of all the slasher movies in the eighties. Half of that yeah, shit is tons. terrible, right? Yeah. Right. And the torture porn. You got Saw, you got Hostel, and you got a bunch of shit fucking ball knockoffs. Exactly. So even in a, a, a sea of shit, there's always some kind of gem floating around. Can I say something real quick about what you just said about Hostel too? See, to me, all the other films should follow Hostel because when you say torture porn, that's what that movie is in its in in the story. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. getting. See what I'm saying? So. That, to me, when Eli Roth did that, everybody else was fucking following him. And he makes that perfectly clear that he wanted to make a, a commentary on the times, which and, that, and that's what it is. But I look at all that torture porn shit, like, I don't really like it. Like, it, you know, even the parts in Saw where people... But that's get, your favorite movie, see that? That's what I'm saying, that's what I mean. And, and that's why I'm such a fucking retard. But that's what <laughs> I mean, like, I love, I love when it's done originally and it's done and and it's almost like okay pretty much i said what i had to say with this movie there's no reason to fucking make anything else because it said what it had to say directly with the whole quote-unquote torture porn shit and then you look at everything that came after it and it's like almost like a lackluster you know what i mean it's just kind of like eh i don't know they did it right in hostel so you're right. right. Very contradictory, but at the same time, I just feel like if it's done right and it's and it's perfect, then it's perfect. I'm not I'm not downing the the MTV generation. I'm not downing the torture porn thing. I'm just saying, um, I I love my prime example and especially Scream, dude. I, I fucking hold that that whole series just near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it's your so, favorite thing. So I get defensive when you know, and not defensive, but like I don't like having it being grouped in certain things, even though it is, even though it is. Exactly. Even it is. I know it exactly. is. Exactly. Well, it's like when they call Friday the 13th, uh, when they compare it to every other slasher in right. the 80s, and it's it, it's it's clearly not. And, and all that stupid rule that they say, well, you have sex, you die, you do drugs, you die, it was completely overblown. And they say there's a bunch of tits and ass in Friday the 13th, this, in, you know, those movies. And, and it's really not. It's just the other movies that kind of, you know, freaking copied it 
that's that's where it got big, not Friday the Thirteenth series itself. So I get I don't want to say defensive, but I know what you mean when when you defend what? Scream. That's how I feel about the Friday series. Right, and what if the Scream series TV series turns out like the Friday the Thirteenth series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing to do with Scream. And, and, and I, I listen, dude, and you you know. Alex, dude, you've heard this so many fucking times from me, especially when after Scream 4 came out and you found out exactly what the fuck happened after that. But the same thing happened to fucking Williamson on 3. Oh, I know, yeah. He And he actually, he, he's like the, the, the hamster that keeps biting the, the pellet of food and he keeps shocking him, but he keeps biting it again. He keeps making the same, like, these guys just screwed you over, but you're going to go ahead and try again with them and they screwed you over again. Yeah, but two, yeah, yeah, but it's his. It's it was his fucking story, dude. Like, how could you not want to continue your I own story? And then you get the whole studio thing. But okay, listen, it's not so much that Scream is being adapted as a TV series. I can see it working in my head, and you're absolutely right about the Woodsboro thing, dude. Such a good point because Agreed. it's a good jump. It right, dude. It's a good jump. Yeah. It's a ca- good canvas, and yes. it, and it's great. Now, how they're going to do it is another story. Okay. They may, they could go with it a million different ways, first of all. I know, like, okay, we're talking about talking shit about the, the, the TV show um, coming out and everybody's fucking already on it being like it shouldn't be made. Well, a lot of people said, oh, fucking, you're getting all these teeny boppers in it, like Amy T. Garden, girl in the beginning of four. Um, uh, what's her name from fucking Pretty Little Liars, the uh, dark-haired chick and shit like that. And none of that actually mattered in the whole scheme of things and, and how that movie played out. They were They were really good. For their for their roles in it, but people get all these crazy misconceptions when they hear or or misconstrued, misguided fucking ideas of of what they want it to be, and they oh no, it doesn't work. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. Wait till we see something first, and then judge it on that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Look, look what they said about Bates Motel. Look what? at oh, look at that. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect example. So so, but th- then again, um. Yeah, I th- I remember we had this conversation where we were like, you were like, what the fuck is A and E come out with? Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> and you did make that point, but at the same time, I know for a fact that MTV is not that good as like. Well, what about some- Teen Wolf? Is anyone well versed on Teen Wolf? No, I don't. I don't. I no, I've never seen it. Have you guys? It's on Netflix, I've, isn't it? I've seen two yeah. episodes. So I've seen it. It's uh, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah, it's not, that, yeah, it's just okay. It's it's not something I would base my confidence in in them making a scream yeah, out of. You know what I'm saying? True. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. It's somewhere in the middle where I'm not like fuck MTV. I've always been fuck MTV. You know, ever since Beavis and Butthead. Thank God they even brought them. <laughs> um, right. It's just it, it's just uh it's a way of looking at the and like I said, going back to Williamson, dude. It, you talk about uh series or Scream Five. Well, Scream Five. But only if it if it was the original fucking story that was right. contained in Scream Four, and it's too late for that. So it's almost like, listen, they keep fucking giving Williamson saying, "Hey, come here, come here, buddy," like you said, and that fuck you, motherfucker. So you know what? I'm kind of like fuck you to the Weinstein's right now, and I'm like, yeah, let's go MTV. I hope you get a small portion of money compared to the fucking big dollars you would get, you know, out of a movie. You fucking greedy bastards. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just want to say a quick note too. Beavis and Butthead season two. Everyone's waiting for that, or I think it's called season nine. I don't know. Whatever it's called, <laughs> that it's not being picked up by MTV, dude, because um, they found out their demographics at the the time that Beavis and Butthead were. I think they went from three million. Uh, an audience of 3 million when the first episode came out of the new season 
a year ago or whatever. Now, and it, it it was down to nine hundred thousand by the time the last episode came out of the last season. So different times, man. It's different yeah. times. They're not picking it up again on MTV, and they're looking for a network to shop it on. And I'm not even sure if Mike Judge wrote those uh, the new ones or anything. But yeah, I have the Blu-ray of the new well, season. Comedy Central, dude, they could pick up something. exactly. Exactly. Yes, there's a lot of shit on Comedy Central. Or they even like I'll even yeah oh yeah exactly or even yeah. like uh, something like TBS they fucking they do Family Guy episodes. Spike TV dude Spike, Spike is TV. perfect for uh, that. Yeah, FX, Spike. FX, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah right. What yeah, about yeah. fucking uh, what's it Aquatine and fucking? Uh, oh, of course. Uh, what's it yeah. called? Uh, you yeah, know, it's Cartoon I'm, Network. Cartoon right. Network, dude. That would and that shit's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, so that's perfect. Okay, so but the one thing about Scream, I was going to mention that even in Scream. If you notice, the most amazing thing about Scream that a lot of people may, I don't know if you want to say realize or, or, or just know, but probably never thought of. The most amazing thing about Scream is that it's it's the most odd franchise for one simple reason. No other horror franchise, I think in history, and correct me if I'm wrong, ever went after the same person every single sequel. That is the main thing. Yeah, a lot of people bring that up, though, saying kill. But that's the thing. So here, here's where it comes into the TV show. Now you're missing Sidney Prescott, I guess, right? That's her name. So Maybe. Who knows? They may just recast her. It could, yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. We don't know. We don't know. Go ahead, sorry. Are you willing to see one guy or multiple people fucking around with her in the same outfit just keep going after the one girl. Like, is that... Can that last 20 episodes? And uh, No, think... they won't do that. You're right. They, they can't do that. No. Sydney and they won't. They can't. No, they'll, they'll, it's going to be like Bates. We all, we all have preconceived notions about Bates. And then the show came out, and it was nothing like probably any of us imagined. At least for is me. Is it a remake or a reboot? When does it take place? Right. Right? All that shit. Right. Who Just cares? Fucking, maybe it's great and we love it. Maybe it's a piece of shit and it gets canceled in a year. But you know what? I've learned just to give it a shot. Because Bates Motel, I think it's the best show on TV. Yo, so. I love it. Every, and sometimes I think, yeah, I wish they didn't go with the weed. Ah, I wish they didn't go with the girl locked up in a basement. What the fuck is that shit? But I you know it. what, man? I'll tell you the truth. When I, when I was at my mom's house for the weekend... They go to bed pretty early, and my standards, it was like 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sitting on the couch in the living room, dude. I scroll through, and I go on demand. Bates is there. Dude, yes. I watch those. I'm totally sucked in, just like I was when I when I first saw it. It's good shit, dude. It like, is, I, dude. Yep. I don't know what to say. It was, it was still totally compelling on rewatch. I don't know what's more shocking. Um, the fact that you watched him again, and, and you thought it was amazing. Or the fact that you don't watch Breaking Bad and you can appreciate something like Bates Motel. <laughs> That's right, a, a Breaking Bad guy. Yeah, everyone that likes Breaking Bad Dude. loves to fucking push it on everybody. That, yeah, isn't that weird? It's, yeah, have you, you noticed gotta, that? I haven't uh, seen it, so I can't say. My brother's the same way. He's he keeps pushing it on me. When so, you see you know, something done so well, you just feel the need to tell people. Right, you know? no, I get it, yeah. It's and not it's an not, insult. I just find it funny, you know? It's actually a very slow show. It's very slow-paced, but it's just brilliant, dude. So that's coming to an end in, uh, shit, 12 days, dude. They're starting the fucking finale, which has always been his arc from, from 
they've said Mr. Chips to Scarface, and it's getting so ruthless, dude. So that's coming up, and uh, yeah. As far as like, no, no offense to like, you know, hearing scream is that I, I'm excited, but like, I like good shit. Like, I'm more excited to tell to come back, dude. I can't wait yeah. to see. That's what I get excited. I remember talking to you, Alex. I think we actually, you actually said this on the show, dude, where. We were fucking taken back by that shit. Like, our hearts were fucking racing, dude. Oh, like, God. I remember me and Alex used to talk, and they were like, all right, Bates, boom, click, dude, forget it. And then for an hour, dude, just totally fucking into it and zoned in and, and whatever. Dude, you know, it made my Monday nights. Same, same with Breaking Bad. Now, unfortunately, uh, Scream being what it is, um, a- as a TV show, I, I'll be honest with you. I am excited. Yeah, Dan, week. that's your favorite shit. That's like me with the Bates Motel. So what do you think? I don't know what to think. Just like when Bates Motel, we're having the same conversation we're having about Scream. Yeah, as reverse. About, but is it the same fucking thing? The only thing is, you got A and E, I got MTV. So I'm <laughs> not going towards shitty. But listen, <laughs> well, wh- who? What, what did we have to base off of with the Bates Motel then? Did we Nothing. have anything? No, you called me on it. But here's, I'll, I'll defend myself in this. I was talking about uh, in A and E's uh, lineup. Um, they played a lot of like replay things like Criminal Minds and, uh, you know, it's a really good serial killer yeah. show. Um, stuff like that. So I, I, I had, and, um, they did, uh, Breakout Kings, which, you know, it, it is what it is. It was kind of a prison break, uh, uh, spinoff type of thing. But it was, it, they, they had good shows all around, but they were all like, um, oh, I, I believe they had fucking Harper's Island going back to Katie Okay. Cass. You want to see Katie Cassidy looking good, dudes? Here's the bride in fucking Harper's Island, dude. Dude, Ooh. I'm so I'm just waiting for the sheriff in Bates Motel to stop wearing eyeliner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is with the eyeliner on the bottom of his eyes, dude? He's always looked like that. <laughs> is that his eyes or is that eyeliner? Ooh, that's his eyes. Dude. Really? Oh yeah. What is that like? Thick eyelashes or something? <laughs> I feel, I feel weird even saying this. Somebody said that to me. A girl I work with said that to me about three weeks ago. She says, hey, you know, and, and this girl, you know, she wasn't insulting me. She thinks I'm cute and whatnot. She's like, <laughs> right, she she goes, I want to ask you something. Eh. She goes, uh, <laughs> do you wear eyeliner? I say, no. <laughs> I say, no. I, I don't even know what it is. I don't, I don't know the difference between eyeliner and fucking eyeshadow <laughs> and the other shit. She goes, wow. She goes, you know what? You have really pretty eyes. You have real nice features. I just wanted to know if that was natural or you put something on. I said, I don't put fucking shit on, you know? <laughs> she thinks you wear makeup. Isn't that <laughs> funny? But she thought I was attractive because of it, so whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have brought it up campus, if it wasn't dude. a good ending to it. What? Remember that man on campus when he walks into the bathroom and he's like, were you just singing show tunes? No. Piss off. Who the fuck are you, fucking cut? Court Lloyda? <laughs> that was so funny. We were singing on the sh- eyeliner, dude. Oh, you were you were singing show tunes. You're a fucking you're uh, what'd you call him? A fu- you're a fucking phony. <laughs> that is the greatest movie. I swear. We we've been telling people to watch that since the Freddy vs. Jason uh, show, dude. My name is movie. Cliff, brother of Joe. Joe, I got me some crack. I want me some hoe. Let, Let me hear you say, say yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me hear you say yeah. Yeah, or something. I don't think it's yeah. <laughs> hey. I don't know. No, it's yeah. Oh, it is yeah? I, I just watched it last week. Sorry, Rolling Rock. So is Breaking Bad coming to an end? Is yeah. the series end or just the season? Uh, nope, they split up the season just like Walking Dead used to do. But yeah, we're going to take like eight months off. But they waited a year, dude. So there's like um, 
eight eight more episodes to the end. And the reason they did it this way is to fucking take their time with the end. Cause all see, here's the thing about how why I'm so excited about the ending. It's like I said, it's all about the build up to this. Like everything has been building up to these fucking last episodes, which is why they cut it and they cut it at the most brilliant moment too, because it's it's basically the the beginning of the shitstorm. And it, it's just it it's one of the most brilliant not only TV shows, but just piece of art that I've ever fucking seen. Forget wow. for, forget movies, forget TV shows, forget what context you put it in. Dude, this is the shit. Oh, and by the way, uh, Place Beyond the Pines comes out, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Just dropping that real quick, too. Blu-ray, Blu-ray, coming on Blu-ray. All right, we got to get out of Scream. Yeah. Yeah, Robert, you're on the air. Robert, you there? Well, we lost him. Freddy and Jason, the movie, made $34 million? 37 I think. $37 million, yeah. man. Wow. I knew that would be a big one. When I heard the concept of Freddy Krueger versus Jason, I'm cool. telling you, until we started talking about it on Thursday, I had absolutely... I even got a, a note about a screening of it, and I was like, oh, my God, Jason versus Freddy. Who wants to see that? Turns oh. out I did. Yeah, it's good. I mean, uh... uh I mean, you wouldn't want to see Freddy Krueger take on Jason. I have to admit, the fight, there were a couple of fights that were incredible. Really? They were great. Was Freddy Krueger like the very visible Freddy Krueger? Unfortunately, he... They, he was too much in the light. Oh, yeah. I hate yeah. when they do that, man. I wish they go they back. They could have kept him darker. And scarier. Yeah, because, I mean, the makeup isn't that great. Yeah. It's like very obviously a mask. You know it's that dude in makeup. Right. Mm. And it's just like, but, I mean, the mask is even like, it doesn't look like burned flesh. Yeah, the first F Freddy Krueger, it, it looked really cool. Yeah. Like, you were scared of Freddy Krueger. And then the second one was cool, too. And then, like, the by the seventh one. Well, there's only been how many? I don't know. It was just <laughs> like, seven. you know, it was just like. He's in the light. He might as well have a. a Halloween mask. shoes yeah. on and be doing a Broadway show. Yeah. So they kind of ruined the mystery of Freddy Krueger. But I would still go see Freddy Krueger versus Jason from Halloween. And uh, quite frankly, I think his voice was different this time, too. Wasn't Freddy's regular voice. He sounded like Jeff Currow. Yeah. It was like Captain Jenks doing a con ed. It's me, Freddy. I'm going to scratch you, and then I'm going to have a beer. Let's go, baby. But the fight sequences are fun. Larry, you're on the air. Hey, God, what's up? All right, well, uh, you know, like I, I've made a little post on Facebook about a, you know, a couple days ago saying that there's, you know, new changes on the show and a new beginning, things are ending, new beginning. I'm leaving. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, Dan's leaving the show. <laughs> he just, he's unhappy here. He says that uh, I'm just the worst. Jamie's annoying. He just can't do it anymore. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah, so that's the big news. Uh, dude, you knew how bad I was. I mean, you heard the GPK thing. You heard me before. I don't... I didn't think we were going to last this long, to be perfectly honest with you. I know. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, the new thing is... Uh, the crew has is, is moving on. We, uh... You know... Justin is no longer the owner of HorrorBid.com. And that's that's who we got into the whole thing with. You know, Mike brought us over there. 
We, st- we started out the show on Harbid, and it went under new management in April. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the writers left, things like that. Pretty much everybody left. Yeah, and, the whole, whole reconstruction, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, B-Nizzle just split. Everybody split. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was carrying the whole thing all by myself. Uh, not doing the best job, but it's not my thing. I have a job and a girlfriend and a life and other interests and this show, things like that. So I just, I can't do what four people could do. So, you know, we hired other people, things like that. And uh, eventually, you know, just, I just, I just don't see eye to eye exactly with the other guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Justin was our guy. That's who we came in with. We hung in there as long as we could. And it just, uh, I don't know. I think it's time to move on. So we have done the thing that uh, shows before I have not. We are actually leaving. Right. And, and it, it's mainly, too, uh, it, one of the things is with Justin and, and that whole thing, he was supportive of us. You know, we didn't really... It was a loose, loose affiliation with Justin. You know, he, he gave us the thumbs up and, and we could do whatever we want. So it's just kind of been uh, little sticky uh, situations where, you know, people were putting in their creative input. And it's just like, eh, you know, it, it, as far as ideas go for the show, we got it fucking coming out of our ears. So, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where... We're just, okay, let's just take a step back, reevaluate the situation, and uh, it's probably the best idea just to uh, just to leave. Yeah, it's time to walk away. Um, the, the new guy is, for the most part, a great guy, very good, very nice guy. Um, just There's just some things that sometimes, you know, you can have 80% good and 20% is just a little off, and sometimes that's enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's basically what it is. So it's not we're not bashing anybody or or anything like that. The Ty talked to Dan about it. He's he's full agreement. It's just time to step back and and let them do their thing. And so we're doing our own thing, and that's kind of big news. Uh, not big news. Nothing's changing. That's the weird thing. Nothing's actually no. going to change for people listening to it. And I think if we continued down that path, things would have changed. And me and you are pretty pretty aware of stuff like that. So we just didn't want to want it to get to that point. So we nipped it in the bud, and we said, "Let's uh, let's cut the ties right now. Let's right. let's end on a on a on a good note. It, it, right. Not not a a bad back and forth or whatever. And uh, yeah. So so what else yeah. we got? We got a look. Well, Jason J- Jason Lloyd has been the most supportive guy in the world. Jason was the shit. Yeah, he he put us on iTunes. He got us, you know, it goes on and on. The guy is just the, the biggest supporter of the show. Some of the things he's done, it even shocks me. Um, <laughs> it did. Yeah, he's a good dude. We can't say thank you enough. Horophilia.com is, is our home, and we have another home as well, and it is now the skeletoncrew.net. Dot com was taken. Dot com was taken. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? I don't know. I tried getting that. Then I had the skeleton show.com. I just don't like that. It doesn't have a nice ring to it. Yeah, and we, we sounds were, corny. We were thinking about Skeleton Crew podcast, but that's just too much. Do Dudnet. Fuck it. This isn't a podcast, it's radio. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so now we have the skeleton So here's what you do. It's gonna 
it's going to forward a link right now to Horophilia, but we're thinking of building our own site also. So, but for now, put that into your computer and save it in your favorites. If you want to hear the show and you don't want to lose us, that's where you got to always, that's no matter where we go in the future, you go there, you'll find us. And, uh, you know, I mean, Horrorbid can still post our shows and all that good stuff if, if they want. Um, we're just, like, not officially, you know, Horrorbid presents, you know, that kind of thing anymore. That's all. We still got all the Facebook pages and, uh, you know, let's face it, in this day and age, that's pretty much where everybody uh, gets all their information from anyways. I know I do. I don't know about, about everybody else. I can't speak for anybody else. But uh, I don't cruise websites that often. How I get to websites is through links through Facebook. That's yeah. how I do it. It's the easy way. I mean, it's all compiled in the same motherfucking place. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So that is www.facebook.com slash the Skeleton Crew Show. That's our Facebook. That's how you get there. You got to join that. Stay on top of everything. A lot of good stuff going on. And through there, find our group page. It's periodically, we post where the group page is. And that's where everything's actually happening uh, well, wait, socially. Alex, sorry. The Skeleton Crew Show is the group page. No, they're both actually the Skeleton Crew show. They are? Yeah. One of them is um, – I, I made everything the show at the end because we couldn't get just Skeleton Crew. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Here. Ready? I'll just hit the button. Uh, to get to the group, it's www.facebook.com slash groups slash the Skeleton Crew show. Yes. Yes. So we have two kind of Facebook pages. Yep. Yeah, the the group's the unleashed version, the the uncut yeah. version. You want to you want to discover and 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 learn about the people who listen to the show? Go there. <laughs> you want to see some crazy shit? <laughs> yeah. So uh, listen, there's nothing. There's no bad blood. We don't feel bad about this. There's no. There's there's a little sentimental things. You know, of course, it's cool, man. We started out there. Yeah. That's a phase of our of our uh, whatever you want to call it. Of, right thing uh Harbid will not be like looked at as some golden years compared to what's gone on afterwards they're all the show is not going to change nope. we are not going to have less of anything because we're not there it's it's the same show from then till now hopefully uh we learned a little more and are a little more uh competent but well and, and too man everything with this show we talk about it all the time how everything's been just fucking happening for a reason and and, and and I have no reason to believe that that should change at this point out. I mean, you know, things happen for a reason, and uh, it'll it'll be for the better. And like we said, uh, we wanted to get to the point where everything, you know, it, nothing's reached re- reached any 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 bad blood. Or th- there's nothing. There's nothing. It's really nothing, to be perfectly honest with you. But right. me and Alex talked about it, and we just said, you know what. The the way I'm looking at it, why don't we just uh, bow out gracefully instead of having it having it come to a head? So that's what we're doing. Just because you don't share the same vision or 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 uh, ideals, it doesn't mean any one of you are bad. Right. It just I just wait it out. I just don't um I just don't think it's that important to to do one thing to get the other. Uh, I'm just not worried about it. Just, I really just don't care. And Dan doesn't care, and we're doing our thing. And there's th- there's not going to be any, man, I miss those days, or that's when things were good. Right. No. It's the same shit. 
it's the same shit. <laughs> and so we're we're just fine. And uh, you know, while we're here before we get to the big, you know, game show, I just want to, you know, give a shout out to our boy JP. He started up this really cool thing. It's a video cast. It's it's like a podcast, but it's uh, you get to see the people talking. We don't do that because we're so ugly, but <laughs> <laughs> except for Jamie, right? <laughs> but but you you, uh, you get to see them talking. It's called the the burial grounds. So look him up on YouTube. He was one of our first fans too, man. Oh my god, he was the nicest guy. He made a video for us and everything to uh, find the channel he's on. Oh man, it's really hard. It's like Clive Craven. <laughs> but uh, just type in the the burial grounds. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you'll find it. And we just want to thank Swifty the Icon. Swifty. Yeah, he's to blame for that porno uh, thing in the last show. Just so everybody knows, because we started talking about his Halloween collection and it led to that. So I I directly blame him. Damn you, Swifty. And one last shout out to the Terror Dome. It's a new show on Horrorphilia, the podcast network. They they came in. They're killing it right off the bat. You know, I wish we were that good when we started. Terror Dome's the shit, man. Yeah, I heard that, and uh, and I really love it. They gave us a shout-out, so shout-out back to you, motherfuckers. Yeah, and we interviewed Felissa Rose and, what you know, everything about Sleepaway Camp. They gave us an update on what's going on in her life, so... It's a good, uh, it's a good combo. Listen, if you want to listen to both. So. And more Felissa Rose is never a bad thing. Mm-mm. Not somebody who gets hotter with age. Hooey! Hot damn! <laughs> so she's, trust me, guys, she's no boy. If anybody thought that. Uh... Oh, god damn! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Horrorphilia.com presents The Skeleton Cruise 
Are you smarter than a horror podcaster? The crew has gathered five of the top hosts in horror radio. These individuals felt they knew enough about horror to warrant being a host on a horror podcast. Are they going to show us that they truly belong behind the mic? Or are we going to wonder how they have a show and the rest of us do not? Let's meet the panel of horror hosts. Starting off with the man who is running late and holding up the game, Mike Merriman, representing Evil Episodes, featuring the fan-favorite episode, Conjuring Up a Sharknado. You can find him at EvilEpisodes.com and on Twitter at Evil Episodes. Evil Episodes finishes somewhere in the top 10 downloads on the Horrorphilia Podcast Network monthly. Mike's motto is, it's not about how many times it's been done before, it's about how well it's done this time. Let's go, Mike. I gotta get home and get drunk. And here is the one-man gang himself, Gary Hill, representing Cinema Beef Podcast. Cinema Beef can be found at cinemabeefpodcast.blogspot.com. Hey, Boneheads, just woke up at the dungeon and what is my asshole hurt? That's less of a Jenkins buy me a drink. <laughs> Featuring the fan favorite episode, Never Go Camping with Weaponless Turtles or Psycho Jan Brady's with Dan Chase. Gary's motto is if you got beef, I got the grinder. And his words to live by are, when in doubt, always go with the uglier friend. They do more stuff. Next up, we have Dave Z representing the freshest fruit in town, Banana Laser. Hey, yo. Featuring fan favorites such as The Holy Trinity, a look at the greatest horror remakes. Join the Banana Laser Facebook group page at facebook.com slash groups slash Banana Laser. He's been in the business only four months, but his show is already making it to the top ranks. Not since the skeleton crew has horophilia seen anything like it. Banana Laser was the second, third, fourth, and fifth show, finishing in the top sixth. Holy bananas! They would have taken the number one spot on their debut and sophomore months on the network. If only the skeleton crew would die already. Dave's motto is, coasting through life with cheap thrills and quick fixes. <laughs> Here she is, your favorite horror radio scream queen, Jamie Jenkins, representing the Skeleton Crew. Hello, everyone. I am super excited to be here. And I guess that's a good thing because the shackles keep me from going anywhere else. Featuring fan favorites, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Psycho, and Jaws retrospectives, as well as award-winning interviews with Bill Mosley, 
Danny Trejo, Felissa Rose, Tom freaking Atkins, Robert Rustler, Catherine Isabel, and the best damn Adam Green interview on record. And last but not least, my personal favorite, the Halloween Movies Awards. I was the announcer on that one too, bitch. Jamie has been a horror host on and off for five years and the last 15 months straight. The Skeleton Crew tops the charts on the Horrorphilia Podcast Network each month. But records were broken in June 2013 when the crew took the number one, two, three, four, and five spots. Hey, can we get somebody besides Alex to write these intros? I'm really tired of helping him suck his own dick. Jeez. <laughs> All that stuff is true. All of these shows can be found on the Horrorphilia Podcast Network, the largest horror podcast network on the planet. And representing Horrorphilia.com is the godfather himself, Jason Lloyd. Jason Lloyd watches over 400 to 450 horror flicks a year. His span covers Asian horror, Italian horror, and every indie horror flick you can possibly imagine. He's seen it all and done it all. He is the godfather of horror radio. Yes, sir. Jason Lloyd is definitely no flash in the pan. His longevity is astounding. May the mightiest horror radio personality prevail. Let's bring out our hosts for tonight. Two-thirds of the Skeleton Crew, your favorite pothead burnout, Dan Chase, and his good friend and co-host, the alcoholic, talentless, Zero Alex Edwards. Hiding! Hiding! Remember, boys and ghouls, you can keep score and play along at home. All the contestants have a 10-second time limit to answer each question. <laughs> Round one. Each question is worth 100 points. Okay, you heard it. Here we are. Are you smarter than a horror podcaster? Yeah. Let's start it off. You've heard everyone's introduction, so we're going to start in round one. These are general horror questions that every podcaster should know, and they're 100 points each. Let's start it off with Jamie Jenkins. Jamie Jenkins of the Skeleton Crew. In A Nightmare on Elm Street, what does Nancy bring back from her dream when she wakes up in the hospital? Freddy's hat. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Am I so, right? Am I right? Rack it up for the crew coming through. What you gonna do? Do I get a little song every time I get one right? Yes. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> All right, Jason. Adam Green's partner in crime, Joel Lynch, directed which Wrong Turn sequel? Wrong Turn 2? Yeah, buddy. See, this shit's easy. If, if somebody misses one of these, then you're uh, I wouldn't know. I'm fucking done. I'm you're totally fucking retarded. Hey. I got another first one. <laughs> no, I only watched part one. one. I only watched part one. What do I know? <laughs> All right. So now we got Dave Z from Banana Laser. Hey, yo. Dave, I hope you listened to our Texas Chainsaw Retrospective. 
Oh, I did. Yes, very intently. Yes. Oh, I oh, hope God. so, because you have to know, <laughs> what was the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie not to include the grandfather character? <laughs> oh, that's jacked up. Part, part three. He was not in part three. Leatherface, was he? And he was. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You don't lose any points, though, Dave. You just don't get any. <laughs> and the, and there is room to come from behind. We made it so uh, it's pretty fair, so we'll, we'll try and keep it even. she said. All right. You can come in hot, son. There's a possibility of a reach around at the end of the game. It was a grandpa and fucking Leatherface, really? In the he's referring to the couple in the attic, I assume. Is that yeah? Is that what you're referring to? Okay, they they're dead. I mean, yeah, like they're dead, dead, right? They're dead. They're, they're corpses. All right, Gary, yeah, here we go. Which Lost Boy sequel starred an actor who was related to the head vampire in the original classic? The head vampire. Yes. I'd say uh, Lost Boys two. <laughs> Yes, and we are so stupid that the head vampire was not Keith Sutherland. No, it wasn't. I was going to say that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great, guys. We hope you... Awesome. I don't correct folks, though, so, you know. Thank you. Otherwise, we'd be here all night. <laughs> all right, so now we have reached r the end of round one. What is the score so far? Uh, Jason, Jamie, and Gary all got a hundy. This is round two. Each question is worth 200 points. Let's start off with Jason Lloyd. What's up, what's up? Where were the people trapped in the movie The Mist? The grocery store, the mall, or the hardware store? That would be A, the grocery store. Am I right? Yeah. Am I so, right? Am I right? So? Yeah, I cannot believe you made that a multiple choice question. <laughs> I know. We tried to trick you with it, actually. <laughs> Who's going to hit people with a can of peas in the hardware store? <laughs> Can of peas. <laughs> it was oh, a well. plum in the motherfucking observatory. <laughs> All right, Dan, hit Jamie with hers. All right, Jamie, you ready? <laughs> hit me hard is what else. Hit me. All right. Who played the killer in Urban Legend? Hint. She also had a small who? part in Scream 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. Um, I just can't think of her fucking name. Oh. Uh, the Nagazima chick. Uh, Rachel... Or get heart, get heart, gear heart, get heart, get heart. <laughs> and you're wrong. <laughs> Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Rebecca Gayheart. Nine zero two one zero, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> Dylan's wife. Word. Exactly. <laughs> Tony Marchette. Yes. Right Mike on. Merriman, are you there? Question one. Give it to me. Okay. We're going back to round one for you, buddy. Fire away. <laughs> Motherfucker coming in so hot. I, I'm only late because I thought I got a first round bye. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Number That's one seed. Bad. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> All right, Merriman. Hey, Merriman, you're going to get back to backs, okay? So I'm going to give you the opportunity to make up your points because you're a late motherfucker. Okay, so this one's worth 100 points. Ready? Sure. Let's go. What X-Men star played a werewolf in Trick or Treat? Uh, in Trick or Treat? Yes. How long do we get? You have about two seconds left. Uh, Who the fuck was the werewolf in Trick or Treat? Uh, oh, do we give it oh, to him? Shit. At the buzzer, holy fuck. Oh, shit. I don't okay. know. Well, I didn't hear a buzzer, so you got yeah, to Yeah, I, I said Ant. 
<laughs> oh, you did? Okay. So you don't get it. Alex just took well, it away. Well, he said Anna. My aunt was like, Anna. <laughs> it's because I kept thinking of a guy, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Anna Packin's in there. Anna Packin? <laughs> I think the judges will give it to him. I say give it to him because I heard you go, eh, but I also heard him answer at the same time, and I would give yeah. it to him. I thought he was doing a buzzer sound. That's that what that is what it was. <laughs> that is what it was. He was going, that eh, was what it was. you know. Uh-oh. I thought he was saying, Anna Pat. But you got it at the buzzer, and... Hey, we'll give it to you, Mike. All right, so... You better get this one. This is another uh, actor question. Okay, ready? Okay. What, what supernatural star was the lead in the remake of Friday the 13th? I know that dumb bastard, but I don't know his goddamn name. Better figure it out in six seconds. Five. The guy who was on Supernatural. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So you don't TV oh. horror guy. Dude, you just had an opportunity to take the lead, too, man. We literally gave you that one on purpose because you like TV uh, horror. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking but hard. See, my... But in fairness, he had not, he's not seen Supernatural. We just started doing the retrospective on that, and he hadn't watched it before. Oh, so. That sounds like a personal problem to me. I love how I'm defending everyone. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jamie, for all the feedback. Hey, he's seen as many as I have, and I, and I knew his name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Gary. Yes, sir. Which Jennifer's Bodies, wait, Jennifer's Body star is playing April O'Neil in Michael Bay's latest incarnation of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm looking forward to the yellow jumpsuit, uh, Mega Fox. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We got Lloyd and Gary tied for the lead. Okay, interesting. Dan? A good day. Ready, Dave? All right, man. Sure. All right, brother. How does Bradley Whitford's character Hadley meet his demise in Cabin in the Woods? He got fucking act by one of those mutant guys. He came up and he got fucking whacked away with that pitchfork. Not a pitchfork, but a, some type of weapon from one of those zombie mutant things. Or... Dude, I don't merman. Come on, Dave. Fucking merman. I don't know actors, man. I don't know shit. All right, Dan, what is the scores after round two? All right. Dave ain't got jack shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got Gary and Jason tied with 300 points, and uh, Mike's got 100, and Jamie's got 100. Okay, I didn't even follow that, but okay. Now, right. <laughs> this is round three. Each question is worth 250 points. Dave, I would really get on the ball here. Yeah, fuck. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Dave. Thanks, honey. <laughs> this round is called We All Go A Little Mad Sometimes. And why? Because that quote is in two movies, my and Dan's favorite movies, Psycho and Scream. Yeah, motherfuckers. You have to know everything about our two favorite movies, actually minus Psycho 3 specifically. So here we go. Jason Lloyd. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. <laughs> what is the name of the team competing against Fairville in the homecoming game? Hell yeah, Chris Johnson made a 58-yard touchdown run. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> thinking about fantasy football over here. <laughs> uh, oh, that's about as close as I'm going to get. Oh, no. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans is incorrect. It's central. <laughs> What the fuck is the Tennessee Titans? <laughs> I think we should give people 15 seconds, Dan. What do you think? Uh, yeah. 10 yeah, seems to be yeah. a little kind of close. 
Let's do that. All right, go ahead with. Uh... Hey, is that one of your little freaky moments that happened? As soon as you asked that question, he literally ran a yeah right touchdown. Yes, around. it is. Are you ever going to believe me, Jason? <laughs> dude, I don't know. That's getting closer. We're in the motherfucking twilight zone, dude. Shit's crazy. <laughs> it happened twice today because I was texting Jason and I was going through the show, our shows, for some best of that I'm planning on doing later. And as we're doing, we said, "Hey guys, let's, let's talk about a little bit of football." We kicked the music and everything. At that time, I hear rings on my phone. I didn't look at it. I look over, and then Jason's texting me about football out of nowhere. <laughs> and he nice. still don't believe. He's part of it. He don't believe it. Yo, it happens too much. We'll convert you. Because that was the first time we talked about football in like right. months exactly. at least. Exactly. That's, that's how I mean it when I say that stuff. Exactly. Wow. Nice. All right, Jamie, you ready? I am. This is from Scream, okay? okay. What is Stu's <laughs> last name? I meant Stu Mocker. Stu. Stu Mocker. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I want to say this too, and I want, uh, you know, everybody, uh, next time you watch Scream, I was talking to uh, Jack Courthouse recently, and he seems, <laughs> to think, he seems to think that when you watch Scream and after the first time Ghostface goes after Sydney and he's chasing her up the stairs, there is the same audio playing as the scene when him and Tatum are in the uh, hallway and she's fucking hitting him with the thing and he goes, ow, 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 after she hits him with the lollipop. He seems to think that audio's in there, so everybody, let's uh, wow. let's fucking check that out and see what's good. I thought I was a loser. All right, fucking right <laughs> on it, man. <laughs> Mike Merriman. Let's go. Of evil episodes. What is the name of the book on the ground under the bird feeder in Norman's yard at the beginning of Psycho Three? Hint: She was reading it in Psycho Two. How to make a horror sequel. <laughs> yes, you got it, dude. Come up from behind. <laughs> Night. Oh. oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> All right. There we go, Gary. You ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, actually, this is a uh, psycho question, so I'll ask a psycho question. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should ask this, right? Yeah, yeah go for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Gary. Which cabin, dude? Did you mean to write did? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which cabin did Dwayne Duke stay in in Psycho 3? I'm going to spitfire. I'm going to say number four. Actually, I was going to give you multiple choice. Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it, man. I'm sorry. And thank, thank God I am. Two, six, or 12? Number two. Oh. <laughs> well. Snap. Almost, buddy. All right, Dave, you ready? Oh, sure, man. <laughs> okay. Who was the first director to get offered Scream? Now, here's a hint. It was shown in Scream 4, and he also directed the stab scenes in Scream 2. Um, Sean Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fucking Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, that's right. Damn me for forgetting that shit. I knew that. Yeah, they show it on the screen when uh, they're watching in the barn in Scream Four, and then uh, yeah, he did. I did. I didn't know that he did all the fucking uh, what is it, Heather Graham scenes and all that shit, and uh, and then uh, the Tory Spelling scene too, I guess. Yeah. 
All right, Dan, after round three, what do we have? Okay, well, uh, yeah, Jamie's in the motherfucking lead. And then we got uh, Jason and Gary tied for second, followed by Merriman, and Dave still ain't got shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his show's doing pretty good on the... (laughs) Radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got a good show going for you, bro. Yay. Don't hey, they find out he doesn't know anything. <laughs> Damn. Hey, hey, everybody, listen to that show to learn so much. Now, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave, I told you guys I didn't know shit. You can come back, bro. You can definitely come back. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, you can come back, dude. Right here, you can come back. Yep. These, these oh, wait, you know what? I'm, I'm looking at your question. You ain't coming back. All right, ready? Nope, oh, no, no, no. These not. questions are worth 300. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't answering this one. All right. <laughs> This is round four. Each question is worth 300 points. This is the time to make a comeback, guys. This is called Know the Show. All of, I think everybody here has heard our show. So if you have, and I hope you memorize some things, because this is what this is all about. Jason Lloyd. Yes, sir. What was Tom Atkins for Halloween one year? I, I'll give you a hint. I said, did you put track marks on your arms? Amy Winehouse. Oh, <laughs> that was good, dude. Was it right? Yep. And, and oh, also, we, we we would have also accepted mayhem. Right. I was I was stumped. That was a guess. <laughs> and a little trivia: we uncovered the a fact that he never was Dan Chalice for Halloween. Never. Never. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? Jamie, you ready? Yes. Okay, if remade, which character did Felissa Rose say she wanted to come back as? If which what was character remade? Sleepaway Camp? What else was she in? If they remade Sleepaway Camp? Yes. The Ant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Am I right? Yeah. Am I so? right? Am I right? So? Did she have a name? Martha. Okay, you got we, it. we know that you know who that is. Sorry, Mike Merriman. It's me. <laughs> hey everybody <laughs> What was Alex and Adam Green's Favorite kill from Hatchet Hmm A hint I told him it was Equivalent to the sleeping bag kill In Friday 13 That one huh <laughs> Oh you're running at, uh, Jeez do you have an answer <laughs> That's a really good one Okay Well that's uh <laughs> The answer was pulling that chick's mouth apart. That was badass, dude. All right, here we go. Gary, you ready? On the show with Catherine Isabel, which movie did I tell her was my favorite performance of hers? Freddy vs. Jason? Nope. Dave Z. Come on, brother. All right. (laughs) What does Danny Trejo have that's older than Vanessa Hudgens? It was a joke he made. I have blank older yeah. than Yeah. Uh, um, underwear. Ooh. Um, hmm. Un- undershirt. Nope. Well, we'll take your first answer, and the judges will decide. Are socks underwear? No. Well, they go under your, they go under your sneakers, don't they? They are yes. underclothes, but that's not, that was not his intent. <laughs> hey, man, I got socks older than her. <laughs> was that your intent, Dave? <laughs> I, I was just trying to remember what he said. I, I figured it was... <laughs> you know? Let me know. You know what? Let him have it. I thought he said undershirt, too. Yeah, you did say yeah. undershirt, so that means no. Okay. Do not give him those points. Okay, without giving him those points once again, what is the tally? 
<laughs> well, need I say it? I mean, I love Dave. I'm not gonna even, um, you know, reveal his standings. But um... <laughs> can anybody count to zero? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking blackjack dealer. Holy zero fuck. point zero. <laughs> All right, so we got. Jamie's in the lead with 650, followed by Jason Lloyd with 600, followed by Gary with 300, and then Merriman with 100. And like I said, our boy Dave's just struggling. (laughs) I don't want want people to think that we fixed this because she's on our show. No, not at all. I predicted Jamie fucking the first second I heard about it, man. So there. Well, it's not hard to predict me fucking, is it? This is round five. Each question is worth 350 points. This is where things get difficult. You're going to crash and burn or really take a lead because a lot of people will not know these, but there are multiple... Orgasms? Okay. <laughs> no, unfortunately, there's not. <laughs> we have the Six <laughs> orgasms. Nice bitches. <laughs> Mike Merriman. This is your chance to jump out ahead. This is the, this is the comeback. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. No, you will call it a comeback. <laughs> These are all based on universal classic horror monster movies. Okay, the five good ones? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what classic universal actor played the roles of Frankenstein's monster, Count Dracula, the Wolfman, and the Mummy? Name name the monsters again. Okay, we'll let you have more time because you didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein's. <laughs> Not even so good at stalling. Wait, wait. Yeah, I know. Oh, can you again? name that again? <laughs> what was that middle thing? This motherfucker's good at games. Dude, it's fun. all of them. Okay. All of them, basically, except <laughs> for the creature from the Black Lagoon, dude, and Invisible which, Man. Which, which classic Universal actor played all the roles? Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, and the Mummy. Throughout the sequels. He's not in all the originals, of course. Launch. <laughs> oh. Yeah! Yes! Thank you. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? So? All right, Gary, here we go. What is the first Frankenstein movie to feature another actor in the role of the monster besides Boris Karloff? Son of Frankenstein? Ghost of Frankenstein? Frankenstein meets the Wolfman? Or House of Frankenstein? Um... I'm gonna go with House of Frankenstein. Oh, it was A. Ghost of Frankenstein. I knew it. <laughs> I knew something. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason Lloyd. Which monster did Abbott and Costello not meet in a full-length feature film? Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, the creature from the Black Lagoon, or the Invisible Man? My guess is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Whoa! You got it, dude! Uh-oh, Jamie better get hers. That was a great guess. Nice. Very good, dude. All right, Dan. Okay, sorry. Oh, sorry, he's adding up. Sorry. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to do math. <laughs> he fucking weaving to me abacus? the biggest pothead in the room to do math. <laughs> On abacus. Jesus hey, I'm running the clock. I know, right? Yeah, it's okay. hard to press start and stop, so give me some credit. Uh, okay. Uh, which Frankenstein was the first to feature the classic character of Igor? Bride of Frankenstein, son of Frankenstein, ghost of Frankenstein. Was this for me? 
Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, ooh, I think. I think. Oh shit. Son of Frankenstein. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> stays out ahead for the skeleton crew. Oh shit, son. Wow, this is getting really good. I can't wait. All right, Dave, this is your big chance to come back. Ready? Okay. I'm bored, bitches. All right. Besides the 1931 Dracula, in which film did Bela Lugosi reprise his role as the Count? Choices? Uh, Dracula's Daughter, House of Dracula, or Eben Costello Meet Frankenstein? Eben Costello Meet Frankenstein. Woo! Am I right? Yeah. Am I so, right? Am yeah. I right, Lord? So. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Yay! Hey, I'm on the board. Yes. I'm shaking my pom poms for you right now. Thank you, thank you. It's gonna really get exciting now. You want to hear the standings? Absolutely. Jason Lloyd and Jamie are fucking tied with 950. Oh shit! We got <laughs> Merriman coming in fucking hot in third place with 550, and then we got. Dave with 350 and Gary with 300. It's fucking anybody's <gasps> game at this point. Gary! I know it's gonna be terrible. Shut up, lady. Come on now. <laughs> Shut up, lady. Wait, wait, Dan. What is the top score? <laughs> uh, Jason and Jamie are tied with 950, followed by Marion with, with, uh, I mean, with 550. What have we learned here tonight? Never make a pothead responsible for scorekeeping. The standings going into the sixth and final round are Gary with 300 points, Dave with 350 points, Mike with 450 points, Jason with 950 points, and Jamie Jenkins with 1,000 points. All right, it all ends here, guys. Round six, you live or die by this round. 400 points per question. Actually, do you want to make it interesting? A thousand. Sorry. Yeah, listen to Dave fucking Vegas man over here. Final jeopardy. All in. You know what? We're going to adjust it and make it interesting. Yes. Because the guys under Jamie and right. Jason we cannot catch up. We got to up it. We have to up it so they could catch up or win if she does not, her and Jason do not get it right. Yep. How about that? So what What does it have to be worth? We so got all of my knowledge and can now mean nothing? Yeah, it's Final Jeopardy. Hey, man. They would have to add up to 700, right? Uh, yeah, it's but they're both tied for 950, followed by Merriman, who's got 550, and Gary and Dave uh, have... Uh, Dave's got 350, Gary 300. All right, so that's right, 700. Thank God we have reached the final round. Round six. Each question is worth 700 points. All right, Gary, you ready, brother? Yeah, hey, game face, guys. Give me something good. Let's do this. You should know this, man. What star of John Dies at the End is suiting up to play the Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 2? That would be Paul Giamatti. Yeah! Holy Jamie fuck. has to get it right. Yeah, he's got the motherfucking genius. Damn, you got uh, you throw him a softball for the last one? Yeah, that's kind of easy, guys. I feel disappointed. Sorry. Hey, you should be glad. You're friggin' on top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, it was worth 300. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Mike Merriman. Here we go. What's up, crew? This is Jack Courthouse. And uh, 
I'm calling because, all right, <laughs> my bad. I, I have a question, okay? And and I've been thinking about this. When I call, who is this being directed to? You know, is is there is there like a cell phone hooked up in a in a basement? You know, and there's like dead prostitutes and some guy beat. Never mind. It doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. The question that I have for you all, and uh, it's an important one at that. Who is going to be playing Alex Murphy from RoboCop in the new RoboCop remake? Hints. He is in the new AMC show, The Killing, and is also in David Fincher's remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. So, you answer, then I guess you get, I don't know, something, you know, maybe, maybe Jamie will hook you up with a hand job. I, I don't know, it's it just, fucking just answer it because that's what you're supposed to do, alright? That's the way these things work. Alright, so, that's that, I'm gonna fucking get off the stone now, because I, I don't, this is stupid. Fuck, I watch this show, and I know who it is. Can I give you his character name? No. Well, why not? If he knows who he is. It's Detective Wolfgang. But... Is that right? Yes, it is. Well, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, you got it right, motherfucker. All right. All right. How many points was that worth? 700. What? <laughs> All right. Dave Z. Hey. According to Randy, what is rule number three for successfully surviving a horror movie in Scream? Uh, never say, um, I'll be right back. Oh, son. Yeah, buddy. Oh, this is getting good. How about that? <laughs> I knew we could polish a turd. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> now it comes down to the good stuff. We have Jason. Now, since Jamie was leading the whole time, let's have her have the big ending. Oh, the big finish with Jamie Jenkins. As long as it's time. a happy one. And that question is classic. If she gets this wrong, oh, wait, it won't be a big finish if I guess mine because she won't have a chance to catch up. Oh, we're tied. Never mind. Yeah, tied, so, never mind. Yeah, alright, ready? So throw the. Alright, good. <laughs> what is the name of the hotel in Stanley Kubrick's The Shining? Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh you would It's have a round one. Oh my Talk god. Talk about softballs, guys. Come oh on. Oh my god. That. I have softballs. <laughs> uh. He doesn't <laughs> know it. Oh my god, dude. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of that film. I've only seen it a few times. Actually, I, I like the film. It just it's my joint. Oh. Nothing I watch very often. I even I put it on the skeleton page fucking today. I know people are screaming at me. <laughs> uh, I know I am. Say the Bates Motel or something. <laughs> like the Google's not going fast enough. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! Dude, yeah. you lost twenty-five seconds ago. Okay. Colorado Hotel. <laughs> oh my god. Stanley Hotel. Wow, so sorry, dude. <laughs> Am I getting it wrong? Overlook. The Overlook Hotel. You silly oh, son of a bitch. That's a I deserve, I deserve one. to lose. 
That's a round one question, guys. Holy... It actually was round one. We moved it to round six because I didn't know it. And I said, if you're not a fan, how are you going to know that? So I moved it over, and thank God. My fucking <laughs> wife would know that. Oh, my God. Hey, it made for a great <laughs> ending here, didn't it? Yeah. Jason. <laughs> oh. I deserve to lose, I guess. So. It's all meant to be, Jason. I told you. If, if I won, that's something sad because I don't... My memory is not very good, so... <laughs> well, Jay, you realize just... you just went from first place to last, right? <laughs> Because <laughs> you didn't know the shining question. <laughs> well, maybe not last. We'll see what. You know what's funny though? Everybody's like, "Oh, come on, guys! It's a motherfucking softball question." Well, <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. That just All made right. the ending better. This I've is seen it. that movie. Right. I've seen that movie twice. I think. To be honest with you. God, I see it twice a week. Oh my god! Okay. Twice in that documentary. I saw the documentary. The, the standings as of right now, it's it's make or break time, Jamie. What you got? And and you should know this one too, Jamie. If you don't get this, this could be more shocking than than Lloyd missed in that one. Exactly, and I don't think she's gonna know it because this is so. I mean, I just can't imagine this. What is the name? Of the radio station in Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, she knows this. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, am I hearing clicks? You cannot yeah. look this up, Jamie. I'm not looking it up. That wouldn't even come up. That'd be too hard to find. Why do I hear clicks? It's not me. You have four seconds, Jamie. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I should know that. Too much. It was too much pressure. Dude, Merriman just took the motherfucking game. I told you, coming in hot, son. What is it, K. Oklahoma? Is that what this is? Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. I kept wanting to say K. Ray, and that's from fucking Mama's Family. (laughs) (laughs) Good after that one, bro. You guys want to hear the craziest thing? Check this out. Both of those last two questions, I just instinctively moved to the end because I thought they were too hard. Hard? Oh, dude, you moved all They were hard, man. I don't know the last one either. Oh, my God. Me neither. They were in the first... Dave, uh, Dan put them in the first round. And <laughs> dude, I was like, those were all round one questions. And word, you moved them to the last one. Because I didn't know I what the hell they were, dude. I was like, I don't know these. How are they going to know these? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. You have to. You'd have to be a pretty big. Well, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I guess that's cutting Jamie down. I was gonna say you have to be a pretty big fan to know either one of those questions. Yeah. Fan of those movies, at least those respective movies. I'm not a f- fan of Shining either, so I didn't know that. But anybody knows the Overlook. That was just right. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, isn't that weird though? Like that's why you knew this shit because it's all about overall fucking knowledge and shit. So it's crazy, dude. Like. So Mike Merriam and the, the TV man, the winner, misses the only TV question on there. <laughs> Should have gave me that question. That question. We gave you all TV questions. Yep, Merriman won it with twelve fifty. That's eleven fifty, Dan. Followed by uh followed by Dave. Wow. Nice. <laughs> got one goddamn what do we have a twelve hundred point question? That's what I'm saying. Hey, you made it seven hundred points, son. <laughs> and he got he got a seven hundred and he got a three fifty ten fifty and then Gary got a seven and a three so that's Yay, a bronze. 
not how you start, it's how you finish. Exactly. And speaking right of that, now, Merriman. Me, when- me and Jamie are truly the winners. Y'all just uh, <laughs> T-ball rolls is what y'all did at the end. But listen, we gave you the easiest questions and we made it exciting. You can't you can't fault us for that. Yeah, exactly, motherfuckers. Hey, what am I here to fucking entertain you? And plus we have no prizes anyway, so you really didn't lose anything. Congratulations, Mike Merriman of Evil Episodes. You are the most knowledgeable horror podcaster. The final standings are Mike Merriman in first place with 1,150 points. Dave Z in second place with 1,050 points. Jamie and Gary tied for third place with 1,000 points. And coming in dead last, the godfather of horror podcasts himself, Jason Lloyd, with 950 points. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you played along at home and beat all these morons. This was Are You Smarter Than a Horror Podcaster? Presented by Horrorphilia.com and the Skeleton Crew themselves. Remember to join their Facebook page at Facebook.com slash The Skeleton Crew Show. Subscribe to their YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash user slash The Skeleton Crew Shows. I'm your announcer for this evening, Midnight Corey. You can find me drunkenly slurring through Evil Episodes, The Electric Chair, and Devil Horns Podcasts. Good night. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Sneaking into theaters, Amber Heard stars in Paranoia. There's no pair of boobs in Paranoia, so check her out in 2009's The Informers, where she bears all repeatedly and does two dudes in a threesome. Skip Paranoia and let Amber turn you into a raving punatic. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Doubly nude on Blu-ray, it's back-to-back and rack-to-rack classics with The Hot Spot and Killing Me Softly. The Hot Spot features Jennifer Connelly in the greatest topless sunbathing scene ever, while Killing Me Softly is Heather Graham full frontal outdoors. It's thrilling me softly with this dong. Also nude on Blu-ray, Season 2 of HBO's Girls features an array of naked girl parts, including Sherry Appleby's new debut. And not only do we see Sherry's Apple B cups, they come complete with cream on top after a shocking money shot. Girls, it looks more like pearl. MrSkin.com Fast forwarding to the good parts. Okay, so guys, since we're all on, let's talk about Monica Kina's face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, do you remember what happened? This was about five years ago. Uh, what the fuck's his name from Terminator 2? Um, Edward Furlong. Did you know that he was tripping on acid? And he went into a grocery store. And you never go in like a local grocery store and you see like lobsters in the tank and shit, you know, that they're being. Oh, he freed him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you fucking freed him. I dude. forgot you about that. In there. You're free. You fucking that was on TMZ on the floor, yeah. tripping his fucking balls off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you imagine that shit? I heard that like five years ago and I still haven't heard 
one word about Edward Furlong until yesterday when I saw he's fucking Monica Keenan. So I'm like, obviously, if you hear someone's doing some fucked up shit on drugs, five years passes, and you don't hear shit, he's probably still a fucking druggie, right? Well, it's like when Lane Staley died in Alice in Chains. Dude was fucking unheard of for five years, then he OD'd, you know? I was always pissed that he wasn't in T3, and I was like, why wouldn't you cast him? He's alive. I'm sure he's not doing anything. Why on earth is this guy not in that movie? And little did I, I just don't give a shit about him, so I didn't know he was all, like, you know, uh, drugged out. We were talking about this before. Now, here, here's the thing that I was talking to about Alex, and he was like, dude, look at her. She's all fucked up on drugs and shit. And I, I really just defended her, dude, which, you know, I think it was a bad picture, and and, and it it was what it was. But I talked to Alex this morning, dude, and I was like, all right, I'm going to prove this motherfucker wrong. So I looked up Monica Kina pictures from 2013. I retract all my previous statements, dude. You're so right, dude. She's all fucked up now, son. Did you see those, Gary? No, I didn't see those, no. Oh, dude, it's bad. Go on her Facebook page, dude, of people that tag her in convention fucking photos. It's like, whoa, what the fuck, yo? And I don't know if it's due to drugs or not, but she does not look like she did in Freddy vs. Jason or, you know, Dawson's Creek or anything for that matter. Busted, dude. Dude, she's my age. And she she looks like she's 65 years old. She does She does look like she's been through the ringer. <laughs> She, she, you could tell she started to go downhill a little bit in Night of the Demons remake. She didn't oh, yeah. look, she didn't look quite as good there. Really? You could tell that. Uh, People were saying that was like a plastic surgery nightmare, though. And also in that, uh, the documentary uh, Never Sleep Again, she looked weird. Oh, she looked weird. Exactly. Well, that, That's when yeah. I noticed it. Yeah. How is, is that? Swifty that likes her. No, Jonathan likes her. Night of the Demons remake. I have the Blu-ray. I never watched it, and I've been meaning to get around to it. We're going to oh, call you Michael J. I think it's cool. I don't know. Uh, I like the original <laughs> better. Don't get me wrong. Wow. That goes without saying. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But no, I thought it was a decent remake. I think the ending gets a little goofy at the end, but there's some really good scenes, man. You got Diora Baird. Baird oh, she's man. so fucking fine. Oh, she is hot. I she just wanted to see her. Linnea again because I heard she made a fucking brief appearance in it. So. Very, very brief. Um, yeah, but I paid a dollar for it, so, you know. <laughs> so it was worth it. Show. Dude, I housed on Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Oh, uh-huh, that's where I got mine, too. Yeah, yeah. dude. I Going out of business there. Yeah, dude. I went there with like $200 one day, and I fucking bought up so much shit. Half of it I kept. The other half I flipped on eBay. So either way, I'm a winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I fucking exploited it. shit on eBay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I fucking. Well, you know, that's how I got my also, Night of Demons, and now I got a the trick or treat that everyone seems to flip out over, including, including Jamie Jenkins. Oh, it's a great movie, really. You don't like it? It's no, I like it. I just don't <laughs> think it's great. Like everyone makes it seem like. Like I was telling Alex, I think it's uh, better set design, and yeah. I, I think it's amazing set design and atmosphere than it right. is a actual storytelling movie. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't think the stories are that great, but I think the look of it is fantastic. I agree. I watch it every fucking Halloween Eve. I watch it now. Halloween night, I watch one and two of the originals. Halloween Eve, I watch Trick or Treat. It's fucking just become tradition for me. That's cool. Yeah, well, for an anthology sense. flick, though, dude, I kind of agree with you, Jason. The stories aren't amazing. It's kind of cookie cutter in a way too. Um, but I think, like you said, man, it's that fucking uh, the feel of Halloween and shit, dude. That movie can't really even be touched, dude. I mean, as far as like 
um, you know, over the top Halloween shit, dude. It's all over the place. That's all that movie is. So I think like during Halloween and shit, that's why people watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean but, I, I definitely like the movie, but no, I, just, just, I agree though, dude, dude, for sure. Now, what do you guys think about the Conjuring? They said something about uh, you know, the oh that again, <laughs> again. <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm, <laughs> I've talked about five hours about it already. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on air. <laughs> yeah, but they just said uh, they're not doing Amityville in the next one. Yeah, it's fucked yeah. up, ain't it, man? No. How many times have we got to see that same goddamn story? <laughs> Please. Who needs Amityville? Wait, well, guys, what do you think? You said you watch that every Halloween. So, Jason, do you watch Halloween in October? Uh, You mean the uh, the original Halloween? Yeah. Do I? Uh, yeah, I try to. I don't. I don't have a certain set of movies I watch every every no Halloween. No seasonal thing. Nah, not at all. I hey, I tell you what. Now that I got the uh, badass Scream Factory two and three Blu-rays, I, I probably will start watching them. Probably every at least two and three. I don't know about the original. I'm kind of original out. I, I still prefer two over. Yeah, original. dude. That's what I'm thinking. I, I I haven't watched Halloween in three years. Wow. It, it just doesn't even phase me. Like, how many times? I, I I don't know, man. I just don't. I'm like Jason, man. We're like we're we're getting to the point where it's less and less that we repeat something more than like 50 times in our life. Yeah, but once a year, I only watch Halloween on Halloween night, and it's fucking when those credits roll at the end. Yeah, I felt like I just fucking shot a load. I feel yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, dude. you know what I mean. It's orgasmic. It feels no, wonderful. Yeah. It's an amazing ending. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. It's just that I have to. It's the only time I watch it now. Every Halloween night, and I, I immediately follow follow it up with two because yeah. it picks up where one left off. It's not the same experience, but and listen, Dave, man. you look at that as like a rule, though. You don't look at it as like a rule. You look at it like something like it's a good thing. Like, oh, man, I can't wait to fucking watch this and shit. But at the same time, you're not like, I got to watch Halloween, but I can't. Like, it's not like something like that. But I know I'm the same way. Like, hey, man, it's fucking October. And, and like, I, I realized this year, too, I haven't watched it all year since last Halloween. So I'm like, oh, shit. I'm just going to marathon the motherfucking shit out of all of them, dude. In October. in October. Dude, there's so many other things to watch. There's no need to watch Halloween all year. Like, it makes it special. I go, yes, exactly. It's reserved. There's some movies I only watch in October. There's probably about 20 of them. What else? Yeah, what else, well, guys? What else does everybody watch? Night, Night of the Living Dead, without fail. Halloween 3, about a week before Halloween, I watch it without fail. You know? Just right. certain ones. And, you know, hey, you, there's tons. I take it back. There is one movie I watch every single October. And that's Satan's Little Helper. Oh, we were talking about it today, Jason. <laughs> very yes. funny. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, see, it, that's more my type of. It's movie. in the rotation. It's fun. Yeah. That's Anything in my about... Netflix rotation, like everywhere, dude. I've never seen it. You would recommend it though. For Halloween oh, time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How yeah, about it's Night one of the? Of those so crazy, it's good type of films. Because to me, they, dude. To me, I, I don't know if you guys are like this, but if you rely on the TV selections for Halloween, dude, you're not going to fucking end up getting in the spirit, man. It's just yeah. going to fucking happen. Sometimes I'm way too lazy to go find a DVD. I'll really? be the first to admit ah, that. No. I make it my mission, though, dude, because yes. now it's like it's a personal <laughs> responsibility type of thing. Like, if you don't do it, nobody will. What are you relying on? AMC with their lame-ass watered-down shit but now? But then again, there's so much free stuff to watch on YouTube now. It ain't even funny anymore, you know, just... 
That's what I mean. Like, yeah, like, do you seek shit out, though, or do you guys just kind of rely on everything? Like, okay, here we go, ABC, I hope you got something good. (laughs) I try to seek out, like, new stuff to watch, like, every year that I haven't seen. You know, there's a lot out there that I haven't seen. That's what I was going to get at, dude, because to me, like, I like to save certain movies, man, that I haven't seen and wait till October to fucking blast them out because it's just like, like you said, man, how many times can you watch the same old shit? So it's good. Especially Halloween because you hear the same music a million times and it's just, and there's there's a couple slow parts in it and it's like, I don't know, man. And you memorize every word. Like, uh, to me, it's not any crazier than watching Christmas movies in December. Like, I don't see what's so weird about that. It's no crazier right. than watching Point Break in the summer. It's not any crazier than than any like to me it's just another thing like i don't even i don't even like i watch all the treehouse of horrors of the simpsons in october i watch my favorite classic universal necessary treehouse yeah man but it's the best don't you think it's the best isn't it much better watching horror in october than watching fucking rudolph in christmas time (laughs) uh no it's the same for me oh is it oh not for me like for example i wouldn't watch rudolph now no. I just think that's retarded. So I, I, right. I wouldn't watch Halloween because I have a, I'm, I'm not hard up for a movie. Right. I, I, have, I have plenty of stuff. I still got to watch uh, Under the Bed. I got to watch the Demon Night of the Demons remake, like you said. I, I right. have that too. So many things. I can't sit here and putz around Halloween my whole life, dude. I got shit to do, man. No, but every <laughs> October 31, man, that shit's going in there. Yeah, that's when it becomes priority. I want to get yeah. into the mood. That's my thing, man. Now, is you think uh, your next will be released around? Uh... Around Halloween, because that seems like that's what they're shooting for, right? Just by the, t- you know what I mean? Really? That fucking far away? Oh, I don't know. What? Well, how long does it uh, take like you guys? The, end, the end of the month, I think. Comes that's out. what I thought. Like next month. No, yeah. No, I'm saying uh, on on Blu-ray and DVD and shit. Nah, six months tops. Same Is as it? Yeah, I don't know. Nowadays, how... oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, and I don't if know, it, yeah. and you don't think, and if it bombs, it'll be out in fucking ninety days. You know? <laughs> well, actually, dude, Evil Dead was out in 90 days, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. Evil Dead came out middle of April. Yeah, so I here we are in August. It's See? so hard for me. I don't know. I don't follow that shit. When I hear something's coming out, I get excited, but I try not to think about it because, yeah, it varies so much. Man, you know, I'm sick. Every Halloween, you know, I, I put up a fucking review on Facebook. Last year, I only watched, I only watched, let me stress, Fucking 38. The year before, I watched 45 fucking movies in 31 days of October. Yes, and I put up a review every day on Facebook. People, <laughs> people I work with and people I don't look forward to it. They go, did you start your Halloween countdown yet? And I don't bullshit. I watch the whole movies beginning to end, and then I put a little, you know, a fucking paragraph and a, a grade out of 10. <laughs> every fucking year, dude. I think you were meant to do this. I'm sick. I'm fucking, you know, there's certain movies. Sick, there's, like, there's like... I'm sick, you know. <laughs> Somebody like guys, get some fucking riddling. <laughs> hey, I'm probably at what is it, August? I think about 250 movies I've seen this year already. Holy fuck! What? <laughs> Wait, I have to bet all these fucking screeners I get. I gotta, I gotta watch them. I, I don't know. I don't review them all, but I do. I do. Yeah, he gets everything. I watch a movie a day. I bring it to. I bring one to work. And in between breaks and lunch, and by the time I'm done, I usually have one movie watched uh, during the day at work, and then I try to watch one at night. So I almost probably average one and a half to two movies a day. And what percent is good? (laughs) I'm probably more forgiving than a lot of people. Um, I would say say more than half, to be honest with you. 
Really? Yeah, I would say more than half or more than half or at least worth watching. You know, there's very few that I'm going to highly recommend to people, but I would say probably more than half or are. Uh, but you know, a lot of the stuff I get is indie horror, and I, I really enjoy indie horror a lot more than I used to. I try to find the good in it. Yeah, but Lloyd, you are so hard to gauge, though, dude. Like, you don't you guys think Lloyd is the hardest person? Like, for me personally, dude, I'm like, oh my god, dude, thank you, Lloyd. It's so perfect. Like, oh my god, dude, see what I'm saying? Like, he loves good movies. And then you come in fucking hot with like the craziest shit ever. I'm like, are you, you like that? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Man. You're a crazy son of a bitch. I agree. He he knows he knows Joy. all the fucking Asian movies that I love, but he fucking doesn't like The Shining. And I'm like, holy Sometimes. fuck! <laughs> and doesn't know the Overlook. I, I fucking it's I so, couldn't believe it. <laughs> no. I've never seen anything like it. It's like so on point. And then like, what the fuck? Nah, The Shining is almost impossible to sit through, man. That is, like, torture. Like, they, they could literally take an hour out of that movie, and that would be great. Oh, my God. I think God. so, too. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. Oh, it is so... It's my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. That and was... The Exorcist. Yes. You can't, you can't tell me Shelley Duvall's annoying as shit in that movie. Fucking olive oil. 